story so strange in its implications that it defies ordinary classification. I don't care if you've been crying over Xbox exclusives all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times. The video. I'm your host, Cthulhu's brother. coming to you live and direct from the stack. Slow me up there with that dipshit on my left. Stitch. It is what it is. <laughs> on my far right, engineering on the ones and twos, choking people out on threes and fours. Kronos. If we're last, it means that we're first. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, last but not least, we got the oldest ninja in the world, old ninja. Uh, deniers, there is no Rona. Rona, there is no one hundred and fifty thousand Americans. Damn, man, we starting it in. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh, no, no blue. He's uh, he's in the wind. He may or may not join us, but we're gonna keep it lit for him. All right, I guess we're going to the Listener of the Week first. Yeah. All right, Listener of the Week would be user 35846-3966. Thank you very much for listening a lot this week. That's, That's our favorite bot. Yeah, no, it's not definitely not a bot. It's a person. And first in the, in the <laughs> chat room would uh, be my boy Pat, um, Patrick, who has been hooking me up with beer. I actually got to see him again. Uh, in person, I know he actually exists. I got to see him last week after I got my Rona, my Rona test because it was in the same city, and he hooked me up with another beer, um, which I think is this one. You can with all these. The black is beautiful. Um, this one is from nice. Church Street, but I think this is one they gave me before. Anyway, I hooked up with a. Where can where can they find where can people find that one? So Black is Beautiful. It's uh, it's a collaborative thing with over a thousand breweries across America. And the great thing about Ooh. this beer is that um, all the proceeds of the beer, all the profits of the beer, goes towards like the ACLU legal funds, stuff like that, Ooh. that have to do with uh, minorities. Um, and it's a, it's a really great fundraising beer. And they're all basically stouts. Uh, some breweries put their own little twist on it but they've all been pretty good so far because I, I like stouts and, and IPAs so so yeah it's been uh, it's nice and I'm, I'll probably keep talking about it for the next couple weeks because they keep adding on more and more breweries to this and they keep I actually was there was a an article I think it was the San Francisco, San Francisco Chronicle this <laughs> week talking about how there's like this secret beer that everybody's buying that is uh, contributing <laughs> to uh, helping out minority groups and that's it it's black is beautiful and it's, it's awesome very nice. All right, old Ninja, you usually pour out some of the uh, most culturally relevant uh, malt What are you doing this week, and who are you doing it for? Uh, we're going to pour in some St. Ives. From, uh, first, we're going to start off with uh, former CEA, CEO, sorry, former CEO of Godfather Pizza, and one-time Ooh. presidential candidate Herman Cain has died from the coronavirus. <laughs> Uh, he was co-chair of Black Voices for Trump uh, at the he showed up at the uh, 2020 Tulsa rally in June in Oklahoma and it is suspected that he may have contracted the virus there uh, evidence is inconclusive so far uh, Kane he graduated from Morehouse College and he attended mm-hmm. Purdue for his masters he also ran the Federal Reserve Bank in Kansas City for a little while he was also ceo of the national restaurant association which i did not even know existed 
during his presidential campaign run, his claim to fame was the 999 tax reform, which was basically 9% tax for corporate income and national tax. Uh, he mm-hmm. suspended his campaign due to sexual harassment allegations. Uh, he passed. I forgot about that. Uh, he died July 30th at the age of 74. Ronan. I feel bad about Damn. this because I don't want to talk shit about the guy. But at the same time, there's a lesson to be learned there. Like, this is. <laughs> I'm. Seriously, like, I don't like speaking ill of the dead. I don't think the guy was an asshole. But he was also talking about how the coronavirus wasn't a big deal. You don't need to have masks. Like, he, he had to delete one of his tweets on Twitter um, mm-hmm. about him talking about how, you know, people are fed up. You don't need to wear masks. And then he catches the run and, and dies. I think that you should not need to uh, put your life at risk for an ideology like that. For some mm. something that you were clearly, this is killing people. And feel like not advocate taking the necessary steps to keep American citizens safe, I think is incredibly... Um, unethical at best <laughs> so I think it's just it, it's really it, I mean the guy paid with his life over something that yeah. he thought wasn't real because he was listening to the wrong side and people are still talking about you know still like oh we don't need masks this is in- infringing on my freedom you know it's the ultimate freedom impingement fucking death you have no freedoms when you're dead you're dead so yeah, yeah. so there's two things from this that I kind of I take away also from this. So in 2006, he was stage four colon cancer, stage Ooh. four. And oh. after chemotherapy, after a year of um, therapy, he was declared cancer free. So he went and was cleared of cancer, colon cancer, which can be most cancers can be extremely dangerous. Or, or deadly, I should say. He survived cancer only to die from something that he, at one point, he was a proponent because he posted on his Twitter, his, I can't say it's him because there's speculation that he had a team of people because the man's 84 or 74, I'm sorry. He's 74. He's 74. But there he was posting, uh, wear a mask, uh, wash your hands, and... Uh, I lost the, the thing in here, but then like literally within a few months, because we've only been in the Rona for a few months, More than within a few. like <laughs> a, uh, like a month and a half of him tweeting that or his campaign tweeting that or whoever, it's like oh we're fed up, you know. He said this during the um, uh, during the Washington Monument visit that uh, Trump went to, talking about uh, you know uh, they literally said at this event that masks were optional they were not mandatory and i was like really so i mean it's possible he could have caught it from that event as well but still the thing that weirds me out is this man was very very smart he was very very successful and yet this i guess light in the tunnel that he fled down towards the last of his life ended up being his undoing i'm pretty sure if he did not catch the corona he probably still would have had another Eight, eight to ten years. It was a preventable death. Uh, mm. yep. I mean, that's, that's very simply putting it. Very, very preventable. Um, hey. He was, he, I mean, from my understanding, uh, he was a very well-educated person. He was. Um, obviously, book smart, but you would assume somebody that's successful in life would have common sense, uh, practical smart. 
Um, but for this crazy ideology or or jumping on that boat of just anti-science or whatever, it took his life. I mean, you don't have to believe in science, but science believes in you. Where's the lie? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it is shitty to sort of talk about yeah, I mean, kind of laugh at or whatever, poke fun or, or whatever, because the guy's gone now. But this was highly, highly preventable. This wasn't some some sort of like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know, I, I had no idea that this could have happened. I mean, people die out of crazy shit all the time. But when people die of easily preventable things, like smoking at a gas station or something oh. like that, you you should know that. I'm, I mean, these we. We all know that this is killing people. There's unless you've been on the moon in on the spaceship or whatever, and then come back to Earth for past, since February. You know what the fuck's going on, and through just plain gall and and just narcissism, uh, he was just like, nah, whatever. I'm here. Look at me. I'm a post photos with my eight other black friends here at this rally in this indoor arena with several thousand other people, like. And we don't know if he definitely got it there or not, but I, I mean, common sense looks like it, it was a good chance that he raised his percentages of getting it from that event. And hopefully people will learn from this, not to make him out to be some sort of like martyr or whatever, but maybe hopefully one person somewhere in this, this country realizes that, hey, uh, it's real because of Herman Cain dying. I mean. They're late to the party, but hopefully his death prevented somebody else. There, there actually really shouldn't have been the fucking rally. I mean, there were warnings all over the fucking place. This was high profile public health emergency. Don't do this dumb shit. And I'll call it what it is. I mean, Trump pushed ahead with this stuff, him, him and his administration. Now, um, I, I don't take pleasure in someone losing their life you know I'm, I'm not i'm not here to dunk on the guy or whatever he's gone at the same time this is the, the, the silliest fucking reason to, to uh, lose your fucking life man and and when it's attacking his age bracket and he's a cancer survivor and it's attacking african-americans uh even more so than other communities i mean all the cards are stacked against you and you're going to an indoor event with lots of people who refuse to wear masks God damn, you're tempted. You're, you literally tempted and taunted uh, the Reaper, you know. But mm -hmm. hey, he, he, he's gone now. I do like it said. I do hope some people learn from this shit. Um, and remember, there was a lot of others that nearly lost their life. I mean, look, I'll never forget Boris Johnson over in the UK. Uh, uh, their prime minister was in ICU for several days, and he was talking that shit prior. So, you know, it's not about eating crow, but it is about be be smart. No, this, a, this isn't a hoax. It isn't it isn't a conspiracy. No, it's about eating That's crow. All I got. Eat that crow. Wait, you're eating shit right now. So, uh, yeah. yeah. What are we talking about? Her oh, she snuck up in here, just like so pulling the panties to the side. Dang. I'm, I'm, I don't have my camera off because I'm, I'm eating my burrito. Uh, okay. Burrito, so. You said you have family business to attend to, and you're there eating fucking Mexican food? What the fuck, man? 
Well, I did have a penny business. That's why I'm eating. That's why I'm probably eating now. Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, did we have? Uh, uh, hold on. I got. I, got I know one. we got one other. No, I got one more. Yeah. I got a couple more. Well, I got one big one, and then we're gonna start. The next one off. Wilford Brimley, most known. Mm. He's most known as a spokesperson for Quaker Oats, and he was a huge advocate for diabetes education. Uh, he's most notable in big budget films such as Cocoon, The Thing, The Natural, The Firm, and the original True Grit. Uh, he's almost always wearing a cowboy hat and sunglasses in almost every role, every TV spot he's in. Uh, he's a former Marine. He at one point had backed uh, presidential candidate John McCain to where McCain had jokingly said that he would have picked Brimley for his vice president because he was a former Marine. He died at the age of 85 due to kidney conditions. Hmm. All right. All right, Pete. And then like we have, that. yeah, and then we have this super unfortunate event straight out of a freaking uh, crazy, like, movie. Uh, all the victims of the explosion from the Beirut incident that happened yesterday. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday or today. Yeah. I can't even keep up anymore. It was yesterday. Yesterday, I think, uh, morning on their side, afternoon for us or something, or flip-flop. But, yeah, that was a very, very unfortunate explosion. I believe the death toll now that I've seen is about 100 dead and over 300 injured. Um, I've seen pictures. I don't know if you guys have seen it where, like, literally a section of, like, the peninsula that it was on is literally into the ocean like completely gone and then like buildings around the area were devastated due to the shockwave it was a very very if you're on the ground it's a very horrific scene yeah um i saw this story like early on and then i watched a bunch of the videos i was like holy shit like what happened i was like they said it was like uh at first it was supposed to be fireworks and i could see the fireworks i was like okay those are definitely fireworks, but then, like, there was a secondary explosion, and I was like, unless it was every single fucking firework on this planet, that was not a firework. Because it was like, oh, yeah. you can literally... So, like, I've seen a lot of explosions in real life, and sometimes you can see, like, the the sort of invisible shockwave coming through, but this one had, like, a mm -hmm. white shockwave. You could see it clearly. It was a white shockwave that just fucking expanded out, and I was like, that's something else. Like, that... And there are stories that are coming out that... Apparently, in that same warehouse, there was t more than 2,700 pounds of ammonium nitrate yeah. that was, that's been unsecured yeah. for six years, just chilling in, in a bay, unsecured. I'm just like, that shit is highly, like, so I think it was, uh, what was it, Oklahoma City? He used, like, not even 200 pounds, maybe 200 pounds? Might have been less than that, oh. to blow up well, the, the I, fucking I, building. I, lo I looked it up. I, I, I didn't want to cut you off. I, I looked it up because I, I knew that I remember hearing like ammonium nitrate before. So I was like, let me try to sort of compare. Um, for the Oklahoma City bombing, uh, it was 2,000 pounds, so a ton, uh, that was put into a like a U-Haul moving. It was uh, 2,000 pounds. 2,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate. Okay. Um, and I had to be careful with my Google searches on this because last thing yeah, I was going to do FBI, open up. <laughs> yeah, open exactly. Up. Um, but it, uh, you need, a, like, I guess, ammonium nitrate and then some sort of, like, accelerant. Um, in this Beirut thing, 27, uh, what's it called? 2,750 tons 
Oh, it was tons? Wow. Oh, I thought it was pounds. It was tons. Yes. Okay. I, I tried oh, yeah, it was tons. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. That tons. was one ton. And then, because, yeah. like you said, you see the explosion. You see that that white, uh, I guess it's described shockwave. as like a vapor. Shockwave. It's a shockwave. Yeah. 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 Um, and you even see, like, how they, I guess they described, like, the vapor being, like, sort of stuck through the, the atmosphere. Yeah. And then just, it just destroys everything. It looked like a, a Michael Bay movie. And, um,. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that, that shit is no fucking joke. And it, uh, I, I forget what you said the death total on that was, but. They're not going to know for a couple scary. Years. Yeah, it's, I feel like the death total is going to continue to rise, but right oh, now yeah. it's about a little over 100. Um, well, I don't know. That, if... dude, there's some people that? that were like basically vaporized when that bomb went off, so there's oh, yeah. tons yeah. of missing people. That's what I was going to say. There's, yeah. like, there's no way you're going to know. Anybody that's anywhere near that shit. They're just, they're, they no longer exist. They probably felt no pain at all. They just, one minute they were alive, next minute they were wherever they believed they were going to go. So, you know, but the people that were outside the, the, the major, people that were outside that, you know, first explosion zone, they got fucked. There's like th over 300,000 people that are homeless right now because of this explosion. Did you guys, did you guys see the picture of the aftermath? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I just talked about. A crater. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like part of the sea. Um, I, did you guys see some of the... There's like a bunch of like uh, compilations of people on their cell phone yeah. videotaping like the original, the uh, initial fire. And then all of a sudden, this, this second explosion happens. And like, depending on how close they were, it's like crazy. There's the one that I saw... They're probably like maybe a mile and a half away. There, there's a good a few blocks away at least. And uh, when you see the shockwave come at the person, like the building that's like at the end of their block is literally like ripped apart as the wave comes towards them, and it just blows them back. And I'm just like, holy so shit! The, the craziest one I saw it was from a car, and they were miles oh. away. They're because they're, they're like across the water, like miles away, at least two, three miles away. And they're driving, and the person's like recording, and you see like the shockwave come, and then it hits the car. And it was so fucking extreme that every single one of the airbags went off, all the fucking glass in the car shattered. And it was just like, what the fuck? It was insane. Damn. Yeah, it was just. Uh, I guess there was another well, one. I was gonna say that another right, thing that like the explosion was so massive that they heard it like countries over. Yeah, I mean you would. I'm like, not surprised. Countries were like, what the fuck? What the hell was that? It's insane. Bro, that explosion was like a good couple miles into the air. Like you could literally, you could see that. that. You could see that from orbit. Whoever's on the space station, like, oh, what's that bubble down there? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you see on Akira. <laughs> Yeah, it was That's, just crazy. You got to store. I don't even know how you go about even storing that shit because that shit is just highly dangerous. Well, it's like, got to be I secure. I don't want to know where that. I mean, you, that? you definitely shouldn't start with fucking fireworks. I mean, Jesus Christ, yeah. other other explosive things. And yeah. um, listen, ammonium nitrate should be secured. It's it's used for agriculture usually. Like if you're not a fucking terrorist, yeah. then you use it to <laughs> fucking you know use it for for vegetation and like you know farms and shit. Oh but my uh, God. I, mean, you, I mean, you could buy it, you know, but you can't buy it in tons. So yeah, that's yeah, crazy. You definitely got to secure shit like that. They had thousands of tons, though, thousands of tons, and like, like literally, if you, um, there's a picture because it, it looks like there's like a, 
a strait across the peninsula. There's like tracks across the way that's on the water and the aftermath, like those tracks are like ripped from like kind of from the epicenter. Like if you go straight down, you can just see where the shockwave just pulled them apart and they're broken. And so like trade lines or whatever, or if it's commerce or trade or travel, they're traveling trains around that. That's all done until they repair that or if they repair it. So it was just, it's just a crazy incident. It's unfortunate that the, these many people lost their lives. I'm hoping over an accident. I'm really hoping that there isn't some investigation like somebody planned this shit, but it's still unfortunate no matter which way you spin it. Mm-hmm. Here, here. All right, guys, where do you want to go first? Can I, can I give so my, on this list? can I give my coronavirus story? Oh shit. Ooh, no, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> Well, so, as y'all know, I listen to the podcast all the time. I got to separate from my family um, for, like, basically two weeks because my mom passing away. I had to see my family. Um, so I actually went to go get, you know, tested for coronavirus. And first of all, let me just tell you, everybody that's listening, like, getting tested for coronavirus, if you don't have symptoms, you have to, like, Google where to go. Like, it's, you can't just go in, like, a normal place because, like, I had to look up on here in the Bay Area. And there's plenty of hospitals and clinics here in the Bay Area. There's thousands. And the, there's only, like, a couple places near me that will take you and give you the test um, without having symptoms. And it's, it's kind of crazy that it's like that. Uh, I, I had to get an appointment because, like, the first I, – I, I got an appointment on, for, like, a Thursday. And I decided to go on a Monday just so I can see my family sooner. I was like, okay, I'm going to go because I know they open at 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to get there at 8 and then stand in line. But I, when I got there at 8, it was the line was already fucking off the hook. I was just like, okay, I'm not going to sit here forever. I, I have an appointment on Thursday. And luckily on Thursday, it was fine because I had an appointment. And it, it went like a lot smoother. But uh, yeah, the, the testing, and this is like the 15-minute test, okay? It's like most people that get a test and it takes them days or sometimes weeks. And those, the, if you get a test and it takes you weeks... It's pretty much a worthless test because un- unless you're isolating the whole time, there's no fucking point in getting a test that takes you weeks. So that's why I had to narrow it down to getting something that, that would take me 15 minutes. So like the test that I got took like literally, I think it was like 30, maybe 45 minutes to get the results back, um, which is cool. There's a place in, uh, in Alameda, California, if you're in the Bay Area, there's a place called, I think it's City Urgent Care um, that does testing and you get, you get the results back relatively quickly. Um, but yeah, getting the test, I had like to get that nasal swab thing and Oh man, that is uh, it's not comfortable. You mean it went a little deep on you, huh? Yeah, I mean, well, it's weird because like you know, I'm thinking that it's gonna be like deep and like I was thinking like it was gonna be so deep that it would be like it would be painful like touching like the way back part of like my uh. my sinuses, but it's not. It's not, they don't go that deep. All right, so it's deep, but it's okay. not. But it goes into a place to where nothing ever gets touched back there. So, mm. like, when something does get touched, you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, your whole brain is like, what the fuck is, is going on right now? And what's fucked up is that there was this uh, this older black lady that was in front of me. And uh, there was a kid in front of her, a kid and a mom that was in front of her. And, oh, man, this kid, she might have been, like, six, maybe seven years old. And she had to get tested. And I was like, man, this kid was screaming. Holy shit, crying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man... And then the the lady in front of me started kind of freaking out. She's like, see, they said it wasn't painful. And I was just like, I mean, nobody else is screaming and crying and shit, but she's, it's a kid. What do you expect? You know, so. Yeah. Uh, she she got hers done just fine. I, I got mine done just fine. But yeah, just, it, it's it's very uncomfortable. It's not painful. It's just, because unco- like they literally stick it 
pretty deep in your nose, not as deep as you think that yeah, you think it is, but they have to swab around in your nose as they're doing it, and they get the place I went, they go through both nostrils. But they do it mm-hmm. like they do it pretty quick, so it's like maybe a seven second ordeal, like all together, but it like Ooh. it just feels real fucked up for seven seconds. So mm-hmm. if you can just self isolate and you know, wear your mask and all that shit, be safe. Because the, the test isn't isn't great, but I'm negative, so I got to, you know, see my we got to reunite with the family and stuff, so that that was great. But just want to give you guys that that quick little <laughs> coronavirus experience. Are you are you sure to yeah. implant a chip into your into your brain so that they can start controlling you? <laughs> I'm, I'm very sure. I, I talked to Alex Jones about this, and he said it was okay. He said as long as I get the vaccine yes. and black helicopters, then it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Well, well, uh, I was gonna say what Cronus went through is pretty similar to what I did, but I waited three days to get results, and they called me. I didn't get a paper or whatever, but I guess they might have emailed it to me. Uh, I didn't really check, but they they called me. They took all my information down. I was in and out within maybe twenty minutes, because when I went, nobody was there. There was literally no one. Uh, I was as I was leaving, there was one person showing up, and I went to a hospital. I went to a hospital that literally had like a testing center that was set up like FEMA. It was like FEMA tents. Mm-hmm. And like all of the doctors that were there, they're pretty much in hazmat suits. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't, you know what's weird is that I don't understand um, why the government, the president especially, keeps downplaying this and talking about we have so many tests and the tests are good and blah, 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 blah. So now all the tests are good. Like, we already went through this. Like, if you have to wait days to get a test back, you know, to get the results back, or weeks, the test is irrelevant, you know? And depending on where you go, like, I literally, I had to, I already told you, I had to look what, to where to go where would be the fastest test to where it would be somebody with no symptoms. But if you don't have, you know, access to the internet, or if you're just not technically savvy, um, you're going to go to some random place, and either they're going to say, no, we're not going to test you at all, or you're going to get a test where it takes weeks to come back. I don't know why we don't have a standardized test at this point in time. The president keeps talking about how, you know, we have the most tests, therefore we have more um, more cases, cases, which is dumb. Because if if we were in a good spot, if you had more tests, the actual, the cases per capita would go down. But they're not. It's going up. That's how fucking math works in statistics. I don't understand why he doesn't, he doesn't understand that shit. And the fact that um, just... Think about this. This is something that bothered me, is that so the president and certain other elites, I guess I'm one of them, um, that can get these results back quickly. People in inner cities can't. You know what I mean? They have to wait a long time or they can't get it at all. The president alone, because he just he decided for so long not to wear masks, and he still doesn't wear masks for the most part. He's, I would venture to say, this is a conservative estimate. There are thousands of tests that are done just for one asshole every week thousands mm-hmm. okay because yeah. everybody around him has to get tested multiple times when i say everybody it, it includes him his staff the secret service yep. the fucking cooks the cleaners all the press people that go there any foreign dignitaries that go there it's thousands a week thousands of tests so that's included in all these tests that he's talking about how we test too much apparently but part of the problem it's because of him you know what i mean like if if you just decided to do things virtually and stop having in-person fucking meetings, you know, testing would go down. Like, you should be self you should be isolating, but you're not. And you're, he's literally contributing to the problem that he's complaining about. 
And, it, and it's so fucking dumb that he doesn't really understand that because he's an old man yelling at people from, you know, his porch. Mm -hmm. it, it's fucking, it's stupid as shit. I, I would the, finish kind of say that... Just a quick thing. Um, uh, I saw an article earlier today that um, Latinx people, or like Latin companies, or Latin people in Oakland, like they're... They don't have access to the information about the whole coronavirus. So right now they're seeing a, a huge spike in that community just because they're, they're not informed. They have no way of finding out either. They don't speak their English isn't great or, you know, they just don't have access to that, that media outlet. Well, it's also not, it's not even, it, it even goes beyond that. It's like, listen, if you're, so, uh, if you're in a certain community here, you know, in America, all right, you know, if you're in a, you're in a minority and you're working on the front line, you're likely not making a lot of money, okay? So the internet for you is is likely a it could be a luxury, or like oh, yeah, you said, is, yeah. if you don't speak if you don't speak English, that's another you know wall, and another wall is if you're poor and you have to get tested and you don't have a car, what what the fuck do you do? You know what I mean? Yeah. How, how do you get they're, to where they're, you're they're gonna go? Down, uh, they're cutting down a whole lot of uh, city Public services. And everything. Yeah. But hold on, Stitch, Stitch wanted to get in here. Stitch. You I, I was going to say, I, I think the opposite. I, I would venture, and if, was, if I were to, if this were like a roulette wheel, I would put my, my chips on. He's probably not getting tested daily. He's, this, the narcissist that he is, he's probably thinking, well, everybody else has to get tested to be around me. Why do I need to be tested? Especially, that's just kind of like what I, I think someone that stupid might think. And everything just based on how he's asked, acting because it, essentially his whole he's, he has a secret service that essentially their job is to protect him and everything. So it's like, well, why do I need a test? Because nobody can get to me except for my my family. Nobody's allowed within certain. I mean, he's not accessible by anybody that he doesn't want to have access to him. So I think, in theory, yeah, he should be getting tested, and the most. He says he is. I don't even know. If it, if, I don't even can't even think of the the most perfect word for karma would be if he in fact did contract the virus. But I don't think if he did. I think there would be. A, they would not let that go public if he ever did catch the, the fucking virus because that would just completely embarrass him. It would shit over everything he said, and it would just completely already double down and ruin every his campaign and all all this other shit. But. I, I just think that huh? it's funny. It's funny that you said that when you right when you said that, made me think of a comedian who said something like, you know, I have one of those friends who they're scared to get an AIDS test. So all they do is they ask their boy, be like, hey, you know anybody with AIDS? And the person, their boy, be like, no, I don't. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, that, that, okay, I don't have AIDS, but my boy doesn't know anybody with AIDS. <laughs> yeah, it, but it, it's just ridiculous and i mean i'm sure we'll talk on the on the that interview that took place on hbo uh later on but it's it's just, it's just even hard to like follow the train of thought that he just goes on and it's just like throwing darts at a dartboard but i would think that he probably thinks that he doesn't need to be tested because he is so well protected and it's everybody it's everyone else's problem it, it doesn't affect him Mm. Okay, let's let's switch it up a little bit, because um, we you know we could go on Rona for forever, basically. Uh, who watched Beyonce Disney Plus exclusive uh, Black is King? Did everybody actually get a chance to see this one? Yes, and oh, I suggested I it to all you fucks. Just I saw about 
40 minutes of it, about uh, 45 okay. minutes. Yeah, about 40 minutes too, yeah. Okay, that's good enough. Um, this was, uh, this was, a at least in my opinion, I'll start it off. This was a pretty powerful thing. Um, it feels like a movie meets a an extended collection of like an album music video, album of music videos um, all together. It's not like Moonwalker per se. I know that's a <laughs> late early '90s reference, but um, you have a combination of quotes from literally The Lion King to all aspects of tribal, uh, cultural, ethnic, African continent um, themes with not only colors and with uh, the, the costumes and the dance moves. This is, um, it felt like her love letter to really the continent of Africa in a lot of ways, and maybe even the diaspora, as opposed to the, I think it was on the Netflix Homecoming, which was more of a, a love letter to both African-Americans and really the HBCU Homecomings. What did y'all think of this so far? Blue, start, it up, start us off. Uh, well, first of all, like, I didn't, I tried watching it. I got probably like maybe 10 minutes into it and I was like, I'm not, I'm not a big Beyonce fan. Like, honestly, I kind of didn't like her being in Lion King, like doing the voice, but I think it was mainly because like, you know, mainly because she can't act, to be honest. But uh, I know the Beehive is going to come after me. But, I mean, she's still a great singer, and she looked amazing in this. So once I finally did get a chance to actually watch more of it, I actually loved it. Like, the visuals was amazing. And, like, I watched it in 4K and, like, full color. And it was, like, all the colors popped. And, like, it was awesome to see, like, so many African-American people. Even if, I think some of them were African, too. So it was really cool to see that and, like, the messages and stuff behind it. But... One of my favorite things was that um, Jay-Z's rapping on there, and I'm like, shit, I haven't heard Jay-Z rapping in a fucking minute, so having him rap, I was like, alright, this, this shit's fucking cool. But they, there are also some other artists that were on there which which actually made the album, or make the the video better than it just being like 100% Beyonce. But th then again, like, all the, like, the imaging was so fucking amazing, it was so good to see. Kronos, get in here. Yeah, um, I didn't, I went in there not knowing like kind of open-minded i was like i don't know if i'm gonna like it or not like it i'm gonna give it like a fair review and i watched it over two days and it was uh i really enjoyed it way more than i thought it would i kind of put it in the musical kind of category if not like a like an album movie it's uh, to me it is it comes it, it gives it like the lemonade you know style of or even moonwalker i mean you said it before it's, it's sort of the same thing where it's like it's an album but it's also like a movie, so to me, it's kind of like a musical. Um, but it's really well done. Um, like we already like already mentioned, the, the the visuals were amazing. What I really loved about it is there's scenes where I'm I'm sitting there watching. I'm like I'm I'm watching a scene full of African men just existing, and they're not being stereotyped. They're not doing you know they're not doing anything. They're just standing there, just being awesome. And it's just like. <laughs> When do you when do you ever see a group of black men just existing anywhere in media? It doesn't happen, and that's fucking weird as shit. There's also little like nods that I think some people there's like a lot of Easter eggs in this shit that I noticed. One of them was there was a scene where they're um, they're like everybody's getting served, but 
Oh, people that were doing the surveying, nobody was black. They were all other ethnicities. Yeah, okay. And I was just like, there's something to be said there. You know what I mean? We were just like, they're serving us instead of the other way around, which is uh, which is really interesting to me. Um, I think this, this movie really solidified to me that Beyonce is a, I, I, can, I can see her as a woman now instead of like a girl. Because yeah. to me, this is the, the same, you know, woman that made the song, you know, can you pay my bills? You know, and I don't think that she would make a song like that today. You know, <laughs> to to I guess reinforce your point, when that song was made, she was nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. young, actually, she might have been younger, because when the she song was, was actually made, right now? yeah, about like Yeah. So when the song was actually recorded, she was probably seventeen, eighteen. When they went on tour, video, and then when she won her Grammy, because she brought this up when Stitch's boy took Taylor Swift's Grammy. She was 19 when she was with Destiny's Child winning her first Grammy. So that's roughly a very, very relevant assessment of what you experienced. Yeah. Yeah. 39 next month. Yeah, and it's also like seeing her with her her kids. Yeah, because she has multiple Mm. kids. And like her whole, like just her shape and like the, the way that she looks now is that of a woman, not of like a not of like a say young it, say it. a young girl that was sexualized you know i mean she's still you know you, you can sexualize if you want but i i see her as a mother and as a woman now and i think that giving her experiences and like really giving back to uh to the african community like this is like it's really awesome it's not something that, that anybody would have expected from beyonce you know 15 years ago you know, nobody would have Damn, thought it, like her making something like this. I thought someone's yeah. gonna yell at thought. No, I'm not gonna yeah. say that. <laughs> no. I, I, I expected Prodigy to do it. I'm not doing that. Who, not doing uh, that. Who, who, who in the right, who in the right mind would call her a hoe? Like nobody. <laughs> I, 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 Stitch, get in here. I enjoyed it. It was um, like you said, it was really, really cool to see visually, like all the camera stuff. And uh, when I was watching, I had like the closed captions on, so I was able to like see the lyrics that were being said, uh, even by um, one of like I guess one of the other uh, rappers or, or performers. He was like saying something about like sheep don't run with lions. Uh, yeah, some don't swim from trap. I was like, I was like, that's pretty dope or whatever. I was, I was filling those lyrics and everything. So uh, even some of the other lyrics was, was really, really cool to like visually see because a lot of times when when you're watching music videos uh even outside of this you're you're too busy visually watching like everything going on the screen that sometimes you forget to hear like the actual lyric yeah so it was really cool to like especially with something so visually like stimulating uh and trying to like observe everything going on in the background and what she's doing who oh what's that person doing what that person's wearing and stuff it's like you kind of forget to actually hear the lyrics and understand what it is that they're saying so it definitely put in some uh, some thought, and it, uh, it really, really okay. enjoyed it. Did you get to the scene where, like, uh, like basically the background and stuff is white? Um, there's, I there's don't a point think... I had I had the captions on as well, and like when it came to that part, it was kind of hard to read the captions because the background was white as well. Okay, so I think I'm behind you there. The background. All right, yeah. yeah. I gotta I gotta go real. Just, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, go ahead, Sid. No, no, and then um. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, she's one of those people where you've you've seen her evolve like as an artist um, successfully. I mean, you see people that uh, get into the music game when they're 15, 16 years old, 
and then they kind of sort of get stuck or they they fall off i mean you can think of like like britney spears uh christina aguilera they sort of have a point where it kind of like stops for them or they they start doing like reality shows but with beyonce you've seen and watched her transform from a a, a girl group to a successful solo artist then to a complete like icon and mogul and everything um so it, it i mean she she's She's done it successfully, um, and I always get into the little debate between her and JLo, but they, they both are, are people that we've watched progress over a long period of time, evolve their music, and what, and we've been able to watch their life almost publicly in terms of like their successes, yeah. their failures, their relationships, um, their, their children, and, and stuff. So it's been real interesting to see. Um, I guess my, and I was trying to think of like when I sort of started to noticed the change and I think it was um I guess it was the video that she did right before the Super Bowl when um she was like dancing on police cars and stuff and then uh oh yeah when it was, was it in like New Orleans yeah I think it was lemonade wasn't it yeah I, lemonade. I thought it was something okay I thought it was something else she did right before that? lemonade that um that was I was just like oh she's oh, she's going for people's necks right now and stuff like that so it was uh mm -hmm. you definitely seen her become more Independent, more. I don't one? want to say milk. Huh? Are you talking about the one that was like underwater? Like she was like death on the car, and like the water was like slowly flooding everything. I think so that one might have been before the name because I remember I was going to react to it. Okay, okay. I, I'd have to sort of Google, but yeah, um, it's been really cool to see her just progress and, and be successful as she is, and um, maybe it'll be a discussion for a different day. But I think she's um, she's done a better job than Jay Z has. I think uh, personally in terms of like pr progression for how they've been perceived publicly and especially handling social issues. I think Beyonce's handled it better than yeah. Jay-Z has. Let me, let me add on to that real, real quick. Um, so with Jay-Z, like he went from rapping about, you know, being a drug dealer and kind of silly shit. And now he's just, he raps. Uh, don't get me wrong. His last album that he did, I don't think it was bad, but it was like super elitist. And I don't think anybody can argue that. Like, he's talking about Tom Ford and all this other shit. And it's just like, it's it's super elitist album. And meanwhile, Beyonce is making content that is really rising up, you know, African-Americans and Africa and African culture. And I think that that's a stark yes. difference, you know. And I yes. mean, don't get me wrong. Jay-Z can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. I mean, you're a fucking billionaire. I'm pretty sure he's a billionaire. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. not, not going to say don't do so that, but I'm just saying... As far as like making the world a better place, Beyonce is definitely making a much larger impact on society as a whole than Jay Z is. But that's maybe that's not what he's going for, you know, and that's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah, I mean, Jay -Z, yeah. Jay Z has always been real. I mean, even when he was rapping about like doing drugs, that's because he did do that shit. It wasn't like he was just like pre making up stuff, sure. pulling it out of his ass. I mean, he was in Marcy Projects doing, doing all the stuff he was talking about. And like you said, he's not doing that anymore and he hasn't done that in a long time. So it would kind of be fake for him to rap about it. And like you said, his raps and his rhymes have been very elitist because that's kind of who he is now, which I think is people aren't feeling it because they can't relate to that shit. Yeah, no, I mean, no one can really relate. Well, yeah, but also at, at, at the same time, business meetings with, let, with hold on, let me just say this. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just, just gonna say this. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you um, in terms of, yeah, he, he, he literally is a billionaire, but there are very few 
mid '90s rappers still actually putting out any in any uh, significant work, um, in obviously 2020 or, or 2019, whatever. But what I also will say is, Jay Z has actually um, supported what was it the uh, the Netflix. Um, uh, uh, Documentary about prison reform, uh, the Bowery case, Khalif oh, okay. Bowery. Okay. Yeah. He's do he's doing way more behind the scenes, yeah. including um, a lot of political stuff with reform in the real world, as opposed to, I would say, uh, albums that have this kind of cultural impact, um, you know, in entertainment. Uh, so and didn't the NFL hire him to be um, their kind of? Their go-to Negro for, <laughs> for stuff. I think it was the NBA, wasn't it? Because he, he owns a team, or he used to own a team, right? He no, used to no, be part no. of the Mets. Yeah, 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 the NFL had hired him. I know the NFL yeah. had hired him to help out with their their image regarding like. Uh, yeah, the Kaepernick thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the whole Kaepernick thing. Yeah, and he. We're going way away from space. No, I mean, listen, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with Jay Z. I'm just saying. I think what yeah. Beyonce is doing is is more significant at this point in time than what he's. But that it's fine. I'm not saying that he's a piece of shit or anything. It's just I, I see her as just doing just doing more. I'm not demanding that he does anything more than if, if he's happy, he's happy. You know. And obviously, I, I know that behind the scenes he's doing a lot of stuff. But also, so is Beyonce. And she. But the fact that mm -hmm. she's willing to put out her these artistic works, you know, and really raising up. You know, black voices. Like, there's a whole bunch of artists that were on um, Black is King that I'd never heard of in my entire life, and they were like straight from Africa, and they were they sounded yeah. awesome. I'm gonna look more into them. I want to get their content. You know, go ahead. I thought it was so, cool that she also I, brought back uh, Kelly was in there, right? Kelly and Michelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, yeah. Uh, Kelly Rowland. Yeah. Yeah, I know she's Kelly Rowland with her fine ass. But here, I gotta give some props, man. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to butcher these fucking names, but I had to look them up because I was so impressed with this. But uh, Emmanuel, Adija, Blitz, Bazueli, uh, obviously uh, Beyonce is a co-director and a co-writer on this. There's a whole bunch of uh, people on the in the African diaspora or probably from African countries that, we, as Chrono said, we were not aware of in the West very much that are on the the front scenes now because of this uh, this you know doc not documentary this this movie musical thing and I got to give them props and then even in this uh, thing uh, this musical you have uh, some lyrics about I don't know very many African artists I'm not gonna front on here but like uh, they mentioned one of my favorite though is uh, Fila Kute and you know he started the whole Afro pop thing um, and. You hear the influence for certain um, of, of Fila in certain songs, and even some of the looks and, and clothing and whatnot. This was like a, a 2020 version on steroids of the Coming to America opening scene when it was oh, like. Oh, yeah. and there was a Coming to America scenes in there. There's that's what I loved about this too. Is about yeah. there was like there was all these homages to uh, other African American movies and other African content that were in this. And even like the whole like uh, G I think it was Jesus thing like with the you know it was the Lion King what was the Lion King the the baby in the basket wasn't that from Moses oh, Moses that's Moses, what yeah. I meant to say Moses I was trying to break it down to uh to Kmax she was like why are they doing the baby and I was like well it's biblical and she <laughs> was just like because it's, it's Africa and she's like well why would they do that I was mm -hmm. like well you couldn't have an abortion back then 
So what would you do with the baby you didn't want? You you leave it up to the fate. You know, also, put it in the basket. Also, the Moses story. The Moses story took place in Egypt. Yeah, it's Africa. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this is this is how they whitewash, you know, historical events. You know, even though I, I don't consider the story of Moses historical to me personally, but it definitely happened if it did happen at all in Africa. So that, there's no disputing that because it's literally written in the text in the Bible. Yep. There you go. Shout out to uh, old uh, vampire Pharrell. He does not fucking age. <laughs> Did y'all see him in there? Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. He, he looks like <laughs> yeah. it's 1999 again. He man. didn't have his big ass hat on Still though. Yeah, we like visit, 20. We visit the same Lazarus pit. Yeah, I got to go out the same day. <laughs> no, you gotta yeah, take turns. So... You can't. You can't cross the streams, Blue. Okay. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta ask before we we forget or whatever, and I'm gonna go to Prodigy on this and everything. This oh, is yeah. something I expect you to be an expert about. Um, mm. But the the NBA obviously is it started back up again, and uh, they're in their little quarantine bubble. Bubble, and um, one of the players left the bubble to go to a funeral. And uh, when you're outside of the bubble, you, you do whatever you got to do, come back, depending on what happens. There's a whole bunch of procedures. You get quarantined, blah, blah, blah. While he was outside of the quarantine bubble, this millionaire decided to take his 10-day suspension by going to Magic City. Magic City <laughs> the, strip, the, the strip club oh, in Atlanta. Oh, no. And it, it was found out. One of the people there posted a photo of him on Instagram. So that's how everyone got alerted to be like, why the fuck you at Magic City? You're supposed to be in Orlando, quarantine, and he's in Magic City. And then this is where I, I, I need to know what's up with this. But he said he was going there for takeout food only. That's what he goes. Now, everybody, I, I mean, I'm just like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. I would never eat at a strip club, blah, blah, blah. But everybody I've heard talk about Magic City say, yeah, that's legit. Or whatever. Magic City has these bomb ass wings. You got DoorDash, et cetera, bro. Et cetera. And, <laughs> and, and, and this one, exactly. I don't I don't know, but this is a I guess an Atlanta thing. I'm gonna go to our Atlanta correspondent prodigy for this time there. <laughs> Tell me what is going on at Magic City. Have you had these wings? Are they that good? And when are we going to Magic City? Yeah. Oh so, damn. Two quick, two quick, number one, Atlanta is for certain one of the most wing happy places in the fucking planet. Like there are wing places that you've never heard of on every fucking corner. So with that being fucking said, yes, there are way better wings all over every corner of Atlanta than Magic City for just <laughs> purely the food. Okay, I, I can't fucking front. Now, out of all the strip clubs in Atlanta, and it has a fucking plethora of them, Magic City probably has arguably the best, and there are legitimate like work meetings, like people will have a lunch thing over there or whatever. It's just one of those places that everybody fucking goes to. It's an infamous fucking spot, mm. but don't get it fucking twisted. It is still Twitch. the premier titty shaking, ass shaking, thongs, <laughs> fucking hey. strip club place you ever gonna fucking be and i'm i'm the thing that pisses me off i actually used to know some waitresses and whatnot over there back in my back in the day the thing that pisses me off is what part of the fucking game 
is posting that on Instagram? Because you, you said one of the people working there posted oh, on Instagram yeah, or he posted it? Some, some, no, it's some rapper or whatever. Oh, oh shit. Uh, Damn. Oh, well, there goes his grass. Hey, listen. That's fucking low. Let's, let's, be on, future. let's be honest. You want to pick up some chicken, some chicken wings and see some chicken heads. That's yeah, what he exactly. wanted to do. Oh, damn. That's, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Just, just admit it. Yeah. You, you, here's the thing. You don't bust somebody out for going to Magic City. Like, that. Mm. that's the lowest of the low. You talk about simp culture. That's simp <laughs> culture personified. You know that's what funny. I mean? Everything is discreet and popular and awesome, and everybody goes there, but you don't bust somebody out. That's foul. Go ahead. So my, my question is... How is the strip club open during Rona? Who's going out there getting lap dances <laughs> with the Rona out there? Like so this, this, this like, is why Georgia. this is why it's not ending. It's why it's not ending. <laughs> it's because because they don't close down strip clubs. Like what? You're not getting a, you're not getting a yeah. lap dance in a strip club. Get the fuck out of here. Guess, so I you guess uh, so. Professor Dankenstein, his hometown, they're doing drive-by strip clubs. I guess where they're out there with masks on. Booty shaking and shit, and you can throw money at them, but I don't think you can touch. You have to stay behind. They literally have like a barricade, and you just—it's like a stripper parade. This is why it's like a stripper like, parade. Like in Amsterdam, in the in the red district, where they have the girls dancing inside the windows and shit. So I, I guess, but at, at Houston, you're outside. Everybody's outside, and you paid to like drive in, and no. I guess you can tip them by throwing them money or something like that or something, and. And there's no contact. This where is... if this dude's going to Magic City, getting wings, getting lap dances, and all it takes is one person to infect that whole spot. That's yeah, why yeah, I live he, in America. He got infected. He would have infected the rest of the the group or whatever. I mean, I know he, he, his team, yeah. his yeah. NBA team. This honestly, but it's funny, Matt. Matt and Chad, quick thing. Uh, he said actually, um, Atlanta strip club entry is so big that serious chefs work there at them. And do yep. some crazy shit with the food. And this is, this so, is Chef Matt. So you've eaten at Magic City, probably. Is that what you're telling me? I have partaked in the food, but here's the thing: I don't eat at almost any strip club. This this is rookie. <laughs> he only eats ass at strip clubs. Is, only ass. Yeah. <laughs> only ass. This is rookie move mistake. You usually rule of thumb. You usually do not fucking eat any food there, but. Matt is right. They do have some legit food. It is not the best wings in Atlanta. Nobody's saying that. Listen, this whole conversation is why I'm I'm leaving America. Like seriously, <laughs> like this is this is the dumbest shit ever. We got a fucking pandemic going on. Meanwhile, we got a fucking millionaire basketball player that's going to a fucking titty club to pick up chicken wings. Meanwhile, 160,000 people in America have died from a virus. What the fuck? <laughs> Like, seriously, America, mm -hmm. you let me down, I'm going to be out this bitch. Before, mark my words, I'm like 90% there that before mm -hmm. my youngest daughter gets to fucking grade school, I'm out this bitch. Like, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with this fucking silly... No I'm done with fucking the racist bullshit. I'm done with the fucking dumbass people that don't know how to fucking take simple directions. You know? I'm just... I'm, I'm done. America, you, you fucked me over. <laughs> Enough. I'm good. I'm out this bitch. She's tapping out. Yeah. Yep. I don't, I, and I can't blame you. I can't yeah, blame for you. Real. We got, we got oh, a doctors okay. people believe in them. So, uh, demon blood, sperm and shit. Yeah, yeah. demon sperm. Uh, really quick, one more strip club that back out in the ATL. 
Prodigy was Club Nikki's and Club Nikki's too still in operational back in back when you were there. I'm not familiar with Club Nikki's part two, and I was there mm. from '98 to '02. But Club mm. Club Nikki's one was it. Now it was a little pricey for for a young prodigy, like you know what I mean. Like I, <laughs> I, I couldn't go on OnlyFans and helicopter this dick. You know what I mean? Like mm. I, I was struggling. But you know, yeah. it, whenever I got a little bit of money, yeah, yeah, Nikki's yeah. or Magic City, I we flip a coin so, depending on what coupons we could find. So, yeah, so, so before, we, before we transition too. topics, I want to know, so if you had to put a dollar amount on how much money you spent all time in a strip club, how much would you say, Friday? Ooh, ooh. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would say in that four-year run, at, <laughs> at, at least four to five grand at to total, total. And that's and that's poor-ass college me that knew better. <laughs> Ass, you were spending school book school book money, so it was books, yeah. tuition, and strip club money in Atlanta. Hey, ass is more important than water. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Hey, at least, hey, do you have any of the strippers that have cocaine fall their, out of their their stockings? <laughs> that was a great story. Know that happened all of Holy shit! That was yeah. a crazy yeah. ass night. <laughs> this was crazy. Strippers love coke. All right, uh, do we do we want to switch it up a little bit? Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about this Cuphead one? You're playing oh, uh, Yeah, I've been playing Cuphead. Um, I don't know if, if Matt's still in the chat, but Matt's been doing a couple of like uh, live play playthrough games and stuff like that. Um, I recommend getting Cuphead. I would love to see other people play that. Um, it's a fun 1930s-ish like art style game. Um, I can't. I think I sort of talked about it maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, but I've been playing it. It's fun. It's um, it's not really a platformer. It's more of a, I guess they call it like bullet hell, uh, where you know, like that that video game like 1942, where you're oh, yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that, where you're you're jumping and dodging more so than like Mario Brothers, where you're running through like a level. Um, there okay. are a couple of those like levels, but it's mainly like you go to a new setup. It's almost set up like kind of like Mario World three ish. Where you kind of go to like a little area and then you just face off against like a boss and um it's a lot of bullets flying at you you kind of have to figure out the pattern it's unique and it's pretty difficult i mean you you have to figure out the pattern uh and it's, it's fun and it's rewarding when you pass it um and it but the artwork and the music is is what makes it it's, it's just really entertaining hella fun to play um it was an Xbox exclusive when it came out, I believe like three, two, maybe like three years, three, four years ago. Um, and I guess PlayStation got it or they, they gave up their rights to PlayStation, make some extra money. And it's uh, it's really fun. As a hobby's been going hard on it. I've been watching him play uh, on it, but it's, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. I recommend it. Um, I think you would get a lot of enjoyment watching Logan fail at this. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> because it's it's one of those those games where it's like you get three hits in terms of like you take damage three times, you're done, you go back to the beginning of the, le the level. There's Damn. no like hearts or anything that you can get like mid-boss battle or like checkpoints in the middle of the boss battle. Nope. You, you die, you go back, and you start it all over again. So it's Feel. been frustrating. 
Yeah, it's it's a lot of skill. It's frustrating, but really fun. I highly, highly recommend it. So is it like the difficulty? Is it like super annoying difficulty because you get so pissed off that you want to come back and beat it? Or you're like, okay, this is just kind of a nuisance, but I'm pretty sure I can beat this or what's the it's it's not like Bloodborne with the, the cleric beast or whatever, even though uh, Kronos isn't there or whatever. <laughs> I can't, can't watch you get mad at the, the, uh, the tutorial boss. Damn. Um, Bloodborne is terrible. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's not impossible. It's just you got to figure out the, the patterns. Um, mm -hmm. The patterns don't deviate crazily, but you're, it's it's bullet hell, so you have to avoid all the bullets while sort of jumping around and maneuvering your character. So it's it's not impossible or overly frustrating, but you got to be on point. You can't just be kind of like half-assing it. You it's one of those games where you're leaning forward while you're while you're you're on the stick. Ooh. Okay. Anybody else oh, playing nail, this? Uh, nail biter. Is, is it free on uh, PS PSN or you gotta pay for it? Nah, it's 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 you gotta pay for it. I think it's like twenty bucks right now. That's not bad. But um, no, it, it's it's really not bad. Um, kind of like it, I wouldn't say it reminds me of Resogun, but it's got a lot of like how Resogun there's a lot of bullets and shit flying around everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a side scroll, right? You kind of have to. Yeah, kind of. I called it like a bullet hell. That's I guess the way to sort of explain it. But okay, and how, how I've seen it described online. But yeah, highly highly recommend it. It's fun. Uh, even even if you get a chance to like watch somebody play a little bit of it on like Twitch or something, uh, you'll you'll get a good idea what it's a, what it's about. But uh, I try not to watch too much because I like being surprised and seeing what these bosses look like and the different forms that they change into as you progress uh, the battle with. Yeah, I saw some saw some videos on it. It looked pretty amazing, like the way it looks like a, like an old Disney cartoon, and it's like yeah, really well animated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, I've been playing, I just downloaded um, Fall Guy, which is uh, dropped new on PlayStation Plus, uh, I believe yesterday. It's uh, free on PlayStation Plus. Um, I don't know who developed the game, but um, this has got a lot of like Fortnite Rocket League into it, where it was mm. being, pe people were charged, it was char maybe like 20 bucks at first really popular on Steam, and then I guess PlayStation got a hold of Inris and decided we're going to make this free and it's going to blow the fuck up. And uh, it's yep. already like smashing servers. Uh, when it when it went online, the servers pretty much broke, so they had to take it down for maintenance to make sure they could hold all the people that were jumping on playing. But it reminds me of that game Wipeout, where uh, oh, yeah. essentially... Oh, like a TV show? Yeah, yeah, you get this little blob kind of character. Uh, he's not anything special. You can kind of customize them as you progress up on like the battle tree pass kind of thing. You can add like different little costumes on this little like blob. And essentially you avoid these obstacles and try to get to the end of this like obstacle course. Like one of the levels, there'll be like, it's like maybe like 15 rows of walls where there's like five different gates. And on the first one, four of them, you can bust like you can't get through. And uh, they put 60 yeah. people they put 60 people or 60 players, there's no bots, in this like obstacle course. You try to get to the end, you can grab and like hold other players to kind of like fuck them up on their timing from, from the jumps. There'll be like windmills, like kind of like you're going through like a little mini golf course on some of the stuff. Nice. They'll try to like knock you off into the water or different obstacles. And it's, it's just really, really fun. It's, 
it's simple to play. It's free. All you got to know is like, just be able to like time your jumps and try to get away from the mob of other 60 people that are just like in the way doing shit. But it's, it's really fun. It's blowing up. It's free on PlayStation Plus. Easy download. I highly recommend it. It's a lot of people. It's like a battle. Yeah, it's like a battle royale with cars almost. Oh, you're watching a video. Or people or? running. Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy fun. It definitely reminds me of those old Japanese cartoon, not like cartoons, but those game shows like uh, oh, uh, Most Extreme Unbeatable. Adventure. That one or the Unbeatable Bana Bana Fuki or something like that. that oh, Unbeatable Banjuke! Oh my god, yeah. I love that. <laughs> But it's, it's, yeah, it's funny because I'm watching some of the videos and like, you know, there's massive little characters running around on the screen and there's like obstacles and like right when Stitch I talk about the wall, like literally that's what I watch. Like, you basically, everybody's like running to a wall thinking that they're going to be able to go through, but some of them are solid and like one of them, they actually can punch through and it's like, fuck, then you gotta like kind of run around to go to the other side. Yeah. Uh, they, they, do like a, they do like an elimination, like after each one, so it'll start at 60 and there'll be like the first 40 people that make it to the end they'll go on to like the next uh, game or next obstacle. So after you do it and you get into the first 40 slots, then they do another like crazy obstacle course game that you do. Then they trim it off and there's like maybe like four stages and you get down to like the final six and they'll have some sort of obstacle where you win and you'll get like a uh, little crown point. And the crown is like, you can earn crowns as like you progress up maybe every 20 levels on the battle pass thing. But if you win the actual event, you get a crown and then you can purchase like skins and stuff like that if, uh, to customize your character. Nice, good shit. I, I want to ask, uh, Kronos, are you, uh, did you get that plat from Sucker Punch with uh, Ghosts yet? That I did. I like the Ooh. way that Sucker Punch does uh, platinum, you know, trophies. Because, listen, I play a lot of games. Um, I don't like annoying-ass platinum trophies. Like, I have to be, like, the total completionist. Fuck that. I'm like, I'm not playing 3,000 fucking hours on one goddamn game to find every fucking collectible. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, Sucker Punch, I think they understand that. And so there's a, a bunch of collectibles in the game and a bunch of different categories, but you only have to meet, like, a certain threshold. It's usually, like, just under 50% of, like, certain collect collectibles for, like, the collectible shit. And they make them, in the end game, uh, relatively easy to find. Uh, because you have like you have like this thing called the traveler's uh, outfit or whatever, where literally it like your controller will buzz when you're near like some collectible shit, so it's like relatively easy. And everything else uh, you can get, you can find on your own. Like nothing's like I don't think any single, except for like passing the game. There's no single trophy in the game that will take you probably longer than five hours to get. Probably probably way less than that. So platinum okay. in the game is definitely doable. It's not like it like even God of War was like way harder. Even Spider Man was way harder. You know, getting their uh, their their, their platinums because with God of War with just beating the fucking the the siren Sigrun Sigrun. I mean, oh, the queen of the sirens. Or yeah, like she took a long a long time because for yeah. me I had to go back and Hours. like you had to go back to like a whole different realm to get like decent armor to like beat her. So that was like an extra ten hours just for her alone for that platinum. Mm -hmm. But yeah, for this for this game, it was uh, it was definitely reasonable, and I, I really appreciated that. Um, I really like the game. I'm probably gonna go back and play it again just because I, I enjoyed it so much. I really enjoy the yeah, the combat system. It was really refreshing because it seems like really simplistic, 
at first and then once you start getting more and more enemies and like understanding their cues and like how they fight um, it becomes more strategic and I want to play it on a harder mode and see what that's all Ooh. about and then play it also in, in, uh, in Japanese so I think that would be pretty cool too Good yeah, shit. Yeah, the, the game I was finally, fantastic. finally got it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks to GameStop three fucking weeks later, but whatever. Did they say why it took so long? What the hell? Yeah. They, they told me some delivery shit. It's my own fault. I should have gone into the fucking store, masked up, yeah. and just picked it up. <laughs> no, just pay, pay, the, I was, I was yep. dumb, pay the ten dollars. You get it the same day. I, I paid the extra ten dollars yeah, to get it I, delivery on the I same should've. day. Hell, you could have went to Target and had it. <laughs> Yeah, I got it. I, I finally got it in hand. But uh, in the meantime, I was playing. Uh, uh, I picked up uh, Resistance Three, that remake, or not Resistance, um, Resident Resident Evil Three. Yeah, uh, not bad at all. I, I like Jill, Jill Valentine. She received none of the Swole Abbey hate. No, she's a female <laughs> character leading. Uh, leading because she's not. Well, Jill's not swole. So you make them swallow, it makes incels like, it makes their nuts shrivel or some shit. They can't handle it, so they freak out, and their heads explode, so then they get on the internet and be like, why you make girls strong? And then <laughs> they get all fucking mad. It's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. girls can be strong? There's, like, I, I don't understand. There's probably the, the same guys that are probably complaining about Swole Abbey are the same guys that probably watched WWE and probably forgot about women like um, China and even Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus was pretty fucking swole. And so it's just like, dude, there's been strong women before. And I don't know why you guys are freaking out. Like maybe you only like your Laura Croft with the slender athletic big titty shit. Even the new Laura Croft, she didn't even uh, have I was about to say yeah, the new old one school does really the new, new one doesn't. The new ones wear, wears more form-fitting clothes, but they're usually they hide her form more and they focus way, way, way more on her combat and movement. So, yeah, but then as soon as you make, as soon as you make some chick swole, all of a sudden this game trash. <laughs> so, Hulk, yeah. Hulk all bad. I will say, I will say this, Stitch. I know that um, Lilo. Uh, used to play a whole lot of Dead by Daylight. Uh, oh the Resident Evil used to three... fucking still plays that all the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Resident Evil Three remake comes with Resident Evil Resistance, which reminds me of Dead by Daylight, only with weapons and traps and a whole bunch of real-time strategy elements. I've, I haven't dived really deep into it. I was going to get on there with Hobby. But it may be something if she wants the horror element uh, uh, with some weapons, she might want to try okay. to uh, get into it or, or dip her toe. Watch a Twitch stream, see if it's if it's for her. Go from there. Okay, sounds good. Now, um, so the big big gaming news, though, as well. It, it looks like we're getting Spidey in this Avengers game. Did y'all hear this? See this? Yeah, I saw, and I saw that you're, I mean, does this change your opinion about the game? I mean, here's the thing. The game hasn't, the game hasn't dropped at all. I no. I don't like necessarily Spider-Man being DLC per se, you know, like if he's not available at launch and he's only on, just so we're clear, he's only on uh, the PlayStation version. 
Um, for Why is the, that? The, the rights reasons. So because Xbox yeah, sucks. Yeah, so some Xbox fans are super salty about that. Um, they're, they're still going to buy it on PlayStation. But um, I don't know, man. I, truth be told, I just I've never gotten a good vibe from this from this game from what I've seen in all of these trailers. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Maybe maybe it's going to be this excellent, excellent game. But Wait, you talking about I the just, Avengers? I, I feel like if you're a, one of the core Avengers, like uh, Hawkeye, Vision, Ant-Man, Wasp, and whatnot, and you're you're not in the game, and maybe some of them are coming later for DLC, it's just weird. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I was uh, I wasn't on board with the game when I first saw it. I was like, this looks like hot garbage. But after seeing like the actual gameplay footage and uh, the way the game is actually going to play out, which is also gameplay footage. Same thing I just said twice. Anyway, um, it looks a lot better. So I'm actually interested in actually playing the game now because it looks like. Wait, it's, which game were you talking about? Uh, Avengers. It's Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a lot to me. It looks like a lot of fun. Potentially, because I said Anthem could be a lot of fun too, and uh, yeah, it, uh, Ooh, it was yeah. not. And I actually, just I actually, I actually went back and played it today because they updated mm -hmm. it. And I literally had the same exact problems that I had when I played it before. I beat the game, apparently. I was on the last fucking level to beat it. <laughs> and the boss was just a bullet sponge. Wasn't great. And it was the same same problems. Like, listen, can you imagine... Just think of this. If you've never played Anthem before, think about playing any fucking game where you pick up an item, you cannot equip it. You have no idea what it is. You just pick up a quote-unquote rare item or, you know, epic item or uncommon item. You can't equip it. You have no idea what the fuck it is. You don't know what it does until you beat the level or you go back to home base. Mm -hmm. That's it's still like that right now. It's fucking stupid as shit. Yeah, I mean, well, so um, the stuff that I showed you where they're doing their like dev testing, none of that stuff was live. But yeah. the stuff because on uh, BioWare's website, they're showing some play testing that they're doing behind closed, not behind closed, but on the dev side about what they want to release. The problem is that I see is that one, the group that was working on their 2.0 patch, which is supposed to make significant changes to the game has reduced in size. So there's a smaller group of people working on this, well, this content. And so we have- Anthem disappointed. I mean, yeah. I mean, it let's did. just let's call it what it is. We got it like over a year ago. Yeah. Both you and Kronos were extremely disappointed, and and the internet as well were extremely disappointed in that game. It was billed as BioWare's basically Iron Man game, and it didn't live up to any of the fucking hype. No, 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 no. I mean, it was billed as a Destiny killer. That's what. That was the big. Okay. Hoopla, the ground level, the ground level thing. This is supposed to like be Iron the Man, Destiny though. killer. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you get to be Iron Man, but you're supposed to kill Destiny, and it didn't do. It did the Iron Man part right, but the kill Destiny they didn't do at all. And the thing was, yeah. is the content that they're they still plan on releasing might be. I mean, it, we're about to have new consoles coming out, well, we and yep. by the time this patch is done. These consoles will probably be in their first couple months of their life, and people are probably going to be forgetting about Gotham or Anthem, and they're still planning on getting this out. I mean, I understand that the new consoles will be backwards compatible, but who's really going to be out there looking for, you know, Anthem when there's going to be new games out there and 
It's going to be weird. However, Kronos had brought up the fact that uh, No Man's Sky, when that released, that was a colossal fucking fuck up. But yet, over time, they've continued to support the game, continue to add to the game, and it, it's way different than when it launched. It's actually a really good game now, but it took them a minute. Yeah, so Anthem's been out for like keep, a year. It has, and so I'm and, keeping my copy of Anthem. Yeah, I'm not keeping I'm, it. Yeah. I'm going to wait for them to drop this 2.0 whenever it drops because I'm willing to give it a chance because I know they're trying to put work into it. I know that during Rona, they can't have as many people. I know Bioware's got a couple other um, products that they're trying to do, but if they can get this done in it, at least early 2021, I'm going to try it out when it, if it drops around then and see what happens. Let me, let me, give just, another go. Let me explain to you how jarring me playing Anthem is. Okay, I went from Ghost of Tsushima to Anthem. Mm. Ghost of Tsushima, there's no load time. The only time you have a load time is if you happen to, if you want to fast travel somewhere. That's the only time you have a, any sort of load screen there. Okay, when you pick something up, you know what it is. You can use it, you equip it right away. You can customize shit. But in Anthem, if I play a mission and I pick up shit, like I already explained, I don't know what the fuck it is. I have to go back to base, which is a, a fucking extremely long load screen. When I say extremely long, I'm like, literally, some of them are like upwards to like two, three minutes for load screen. God damn. And it's it, like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. And like, when I when I try to play, you can't play solo, you know, if you want to play solo. Like, I, I did today because I think that nobody, the mission I was trying to play, literally nobody nobody was playing that, the, the last mission anymore. But normally, like, I, I tried to like, somebody get into private it's an option, but it doesn't work. It says you have to be public. Yep. And so I'm like, okay, well, what? why is there any fucking option here? The, the, um, the menus are still fucked up. They don't make any fucking sense. The graphics aren't that great. You know, they, they're, they're mediocre at best as far, even with this generation. Uh, there's still glitches that were in the version that I played when I was first playing. Perfect example. This is the, the glitch that I had a problem with from fucking day one. Is when I'm shooting and then I go to reload and all of a sudden there's a glitch in the game to where it looks like I'm still shooting, but he's reloading. Yeah. That was, that was a day one glitch that I complained about. If you rewind the fucking tape back to when yeah. the game first came out, I was like, why is this happening? Like, I'm shooting and I reload, but it's but it, the animation is I'm still shooting. You know, it, like, it didn't make any sense. And, like, yep. there's plenty of times in the game... When I just played it today, where I ran out of ammo, and all of a sudden I had ammo again. I'm like, I didn't pick up any ammo, but how do I have ammo? And there's other times where I ran out of ammo totally, and I didn't know what the fuck to do. And then I, I found ammo, but it was just like, where is this coming from? You know, like it, it doesn't make, like it, it's seriously mechanically, it's a broken ass game. Yeah, you you got you've been very consistent on it. I'll just rewind a little bit though. Just I would prefer. You know, with this Enders game, and again, who knows what what the actual results are going to be. I hope that they support it for a long time. I don't necessarily love the fact that it's completely single player, because it would be fucking awesome to have one of you guys be Captain America, I'll be Iron Man, somebody be Hulk. You know, that would be, I'd be way higher. Are you talking about that. Avengers? But whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I it thought is co -op. Avengers was four-player co-op, co or three-player co-op. I thought co -op. it was single I thought it was single player. No, no, it was co-op. I thought it was three-player co-op. Yeah. I could have sworn it said that you myself, should be able to play with your friends. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's co-op. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's co-op. Fact check, fact check me if I'm wrong. I thought it was single player. 
Yeah, yes, I think it, you have the is, option to do co-op. single player, but you can get people to be okay. in the game. Yeah, it's, it's definitely that, co-op. From what that, I, maybe that is more interesting. Moda, are the characters still, yeah. the characters mm-hmm. still misproportionate? Like, like Captain America's chest is all hella huge, but he's got like a little fucking little baby head, or have they fixed that? Or, or was that from a different game I'm thinking of? The, the early on, uh, the early on didn't look didn't look great. I think there's a beta in a couple of weeks or something, some early access something. So yeah, we'll see it, what it looks like. You're then. talking about the Avengers beta. But I hope they support it. Hmm? You talking about the Avengers beta? Yeah, it's a it's a bullshit beta. Okay, so yes. listen, every fucking developer out there, the whole point of a beta or a demo is to get people excited to fucking play your game. You shouldn't have, it shouldn't be behind Ooh, a paywall, yeah. like. What the fuck? Like, people that are gonna whoa, are willing whoa. to pay for the game already want the game, but people that are on the fence, they want to see if it's worth it. So stop putting betas behind paywalls. It's stupid as fuck. So the beta is behind like a pre-order type thing. Yes. Like if you, yeah. You want to play the beta, you got to put down ten bucks or fifteen bucks. No, you have, you have to buy the game. the game. Huh? It's fucking dumb. That 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 is that sounds pretty rough i hope uh, i like square enix i hope that they will continue to support it and put more you know avengers in there um if there's multiplayer that actually does sound way more interesting than just single player but um i don't know man we'll, we'll see the biggest game that i'm hyped for is still nothing's knocking me off my uh hype for uh cyberpunk like that that's oh, it oh yeah you know there's no cop in that year. one so, and miles morales there's no cop in that game so why aren't you complaining well, so for that one, for that one, I feel like it's very different from Avengers, but you know, and I can handle, here's the thing. I just showed you Ghost of Tsushima. I, I like some single player games, but I don't know. We'll see. Have you, have you heard of the game called Outriders? Mm-mm. What is that one? This is what's really strange. I'm not seeing like any, I'm not seeing like a lot of hype for this game, but it looks really good. Like, it looks like it could be, like, the next, like, third-person, like, adventure-type game that's co-op, has a good story, seems like, but it's not getting, like, the proper amount of buzz. IGN's been doing a whole bunch of, like, videos on it, but I don't feel like it's being hyped up as much as, like, other games, which is weird, because I'm... Is it PC? No, it's for the consoles, too. It's by Square Enix and, like, uh, People Can Fly or some shit, but it looks really good, but for some reason it's not getting a lot of hype. Uh, Later on this year. What's it called again? So it's called Out- Outriders. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah, you know what game was- that was awesome? Like that was Control. Oh, yeah. Like very few people were were talking about Control. Yeah. But if you look at the reviews, you're looking at high nine like, almost everywhere. And I have the game, and I was like, this game it had it has technical issues. However, the story and the actual gameplay when it when it's really good when it's good it's amazing and the story is really twisted and there's like the technical difficulty knocks it down from literally a 10 because it's pretty much a 10 game when when you talked about it last year and we actually put it on the uh the nominees for golden eggplant based on your recommendation i still want to play it i don't think it's sold i don't think it's sold super well it didn't but but the game is a pretty good game the game has high praise from almost every reviewer that I've seen. Probably, if not all of them, I wouldn't be surprised. But they even so they have like a free DLC which came out 
over the uh, a few months ago, and they have paid DLCs. There's been a couple of DLCs for the game. I mean, the game, it's it's really twisted because it's basically if you're Alan Wake, but you have um, Jedi powers. It's close as I can okay. descri- describe it, and it's really it has a really messed up story because it involves family and like your connection to your brother because you play this one woman and like you go to like a, a fbi build it's not a, it looks like an fbi building but it's like a federal bureau federal bureau of paranormal control i think it's what it's called and like shit goes crazy you basically have to save the world in this giant skyscraper before an interdimensional collapse happens it's like crazy yeah it's 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 done really well it, I, if you don't have it it's been on sale numerous times it's probably 30 bucks about now it's a highly 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 recommended game and it's just like another one you were saying barely anybody outside of the um reviewing community was talking about it and it was an excellent game yeah that's what i heard it from speaking of 30 bucks uh y'all playing for uh Mushula's live action mulan uh, on demand what y'all doing i mean i probably will but I, I, actually i don't know we'll see because it's not animated so you know my youngest daughter probably won't be into it because she loves animated movies uh mm-hmm. not so much live action so we'll, we'll we'll see if she wants to watch it then i'll pay for it but if not what, what i do like about it is that it's 30 bucks but it, as long as you have disney plus you get to keep it so i know some folks were complaining about it but it's like listen to me i think that i have no problem with it I, to keep the movie I had no problem paying fifty bucks to like watch it and keep it. I think thirty bucks should be like the price of entry to watch it once. That's to be honest, that's because what, that's what it was for. Um, for what's the name, right? For onward, the one they onward, and a whole bunch of other movies, wanted. yeah. Um, and so same thing with uh, Trolls World World Tour. But the problem was, that, you know, I paid the thirty bucks, but I couldn't, I couldn't watch, I couldn't watch it for twenty for forty eight hours. I was like, listen, I'll pay more to keep it forever, but I there yeah. was that was not an option. We. We bought uh, Scoob earlier, and I think it was the same price, but, you know, we own it. You know, we bought it. It was just available digitally everywhere that same day. True confession, I wasn't all that looking forward to Mulan. Like, the trailers never sold me on this movie at all. And I, and I, I will still, to my dying day, say that, like, Eddie Murphy's fucking voice acting in that cartoon movie in the 90s worked so fucking well. I can't do it with like Mulan without Eddie Murphy's voice man well, well, well he, moved on, he moved on to Shrek he's a donkey now so you're just well, gonna no, have to get over it doing that. he's getting back into comedy but the, the thing is that this Mulan is not the Mulan that I was expecting like this this Mulan seems like Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon it doesn't seem like the Mulan yeah. that I watched mm-hmm. you know back in the day or any of us watched back in the day which is fine yeah but you know it just it just doesn't seem like what I would consider Mulan but I love Kung no. Fu flicks this is gonna be a Kung Fu flick like my so, question is, I wonder if if they're gonna stick to the actual Mulan storyline, like because it's based off of Chinese uh, folklore, folklore, I believe, or it might be an actual story. But uh, I wonder if they're gonna focus more on the actual story and not the made-up stuff that Disney usually does with 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 make with stories, basically. Yeah. There's, I'm pretty sure there was no dragon in, in, when Mulan was fighting against the <laughs> But there was dragons in Chinese culture, so why not? Uh, maybe, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, also, in the film, there's a witch. 
So, and she can like transform, so. I, I heard Mulan's like love interest, Shane, I think. I think he's not in this either, that that character. So this is gonna I be a very is. different movie. Yeah. Hmm? It, it's, I, I think it's gonna be, I don't think it's gonna have a good opening. I mean, at all. So, I mean, Trolls World Tour broke records, right, for digital, for a digital movie. I don't think Mulan's gonna reach that. It, it doesn't have the mass appeal. The, 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 the one saving grace I'll say is, obviously, because of our shitty situation that we talked about with Rona, um, American theaters are completely shut down. I don't know if that's the case all over. I think there may be some markets where theater may be open slightly. Well, yes. So the drive-ins are open. Well, there are overseas. There's certain overseas markets. We even talked like New Zealand, Singapore. They're going to be opening there because they're there's they're open, and uh, other places those that are, probably have markets. very low Ronin numbers. They're going to have their theaters open as well. Yeah, but it's going to be us. That's going to the only markets that are open. It's going to be suffering. Are small markets. They have like the they have the same population as like Ohio. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> what the fuck I got a problem with Ohio but not a lot of people fucking live there so Matt and Becky and Joe they live there they're great people but yeah. you know it's like a couple million people congrats <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we got we, I thought we, I read we, something we, about how uh, I I don't know what movie company it was but I guess there were some sort of negotiations or maybe even an agreement about oh. uh, them releasing movies after like 17 days or something that um, was uh, AMC, AMC and Universal. Okay. They were the ones doing um, this weird backroom deal, and I'm like, well, I guess, but if nobody's going to your theaters, there's there's no point to this deal. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... Well, yeah, so, obviously this, everything. I mean, this should have been done a long time ago. I mean, I, I said it before the coronavirus even hit. Like, there's no need... I always wanted an option to watch a movie at home, like in the theaters. Because before, you know, back in the day in like the, you know, early 2000s and anything before that, like TVs weren't great. So you went to the movie theaters to have a, a, a superior experience to for movie watching. But today, if you have enough money, you know, you're getting you can get a similar experience at home. If you have a 4K TV, you know, a decent surround sound system, you're getting a very similar experience to going to a theater, except you can drink and eat all you want, you know, for way cheaper. So yeah. that's why I said back in the day, like, listen, I'll, I would gladly pay, you know, thirty to fifty dollars to watch a movie at home, to have this, to have a better experience for me to watch it on my couch. And now they catch up. It works great. I was gonna say it works great for family members, families because yeah. you know, like for Comas, you got your daughter, your um, you got K Mac, and that alone for movie tickets here in the Bay Area, that's already over thirty dollars. So by you watching it at home, you're saving money that way. But like, yeah. even if you're single going to watch a movie. And like considering like the concession stand and like going to the station, I'm pretty sure you're probably saving money. You might be breaking even, or you might be paying a little bit more. But just the fact that you have the convenience of it being inside your house huh. isn't that bad for thirty bucks. So right now, I think a movie's like what fifteen, sixteen, seventy, eighteen dollars. So it's pretty, being, yeah, eh? it's pretty pricey. And don't get me wrong, I still I still enjoy the movie theater experience. But like you know, like like Blue said, like I, I have a kid and. If I want to take her to go see a movie and she doesn't want to watch it, you know, it's just like, what do I, I guess I just, I'm out of that money. 
You know what I mean? When at home, it's like I might be out of the money, but at least I'm still at home. I'll do the fucking walk of shame. <laughs> and I can still watch it later. You can watch it. You can watch it. Yeah, you can watch yourself later. Like, exactly. Right, so it's not. Well, not life. only, not only if you continue the service in like a year or two later, you can replay the movie because you own it and see if she likes it then. Yeah. Yeah. So correct. But people don't. I mean. But I know Stitch had. I, I know Stitch had mentioned, um, and I've been seeing it posted up everywhere too. But like, like if you were if you were to pay the thirty dollars to get Mulan, and say like your one year subscription ran out, you would lose the movie. Like it wouldn't be in your category anymore. Yeah, or has that changed since yesterday? You know what's hilarious to me that people say that. These are people. I'll be an asshole. You're simple-minded people. These are the same people that fucking buy digital games. This literally the same fucking thing will happen with the digital game, okay? Like if the, if the server shut down, or if you have a PSN Plus game or something like that, you lose the game as well. So don't be like, oh my god, they can do that. Yeah, it's you can do it with, with the fucking music, all your media right now. Literally the same as I think can happen. That's why I prefer to have physical media. But people make fun of me for having physical media. But I'm just like, you know, I I've had systems shut down to where I pay for content. I paid for it. And because they shut down the DRM servers, it's gone. Yep. So yeah, that's happened. Like a, a perfect that's example happened to you twice, is, hasn't with, it? Um, well, I was gonna say a perfect example of that is with um, Amazon Music. Like I, oh I my bought, god, I bought I think Rihanna song or something like that, and it was there one day, and next day it was gone just because she had pulled all of her content from Amazon's library. Well, the problem. So this is the thing: is that if, if you buy it, you have to download it. You know what I mean, mm. and that's that's the thing is that most people they, they buy it and they think that it's gonna last forever on someone else's system. So, but if you have to buy it and download it and then pray that the DRM system isn't fucked up, because there's still things where if you buy it and download it, it's still hooked up to a DRM server. So where because it has to go back and verify that you actually bought it, and that's the problem. So now now people are trying to wake up. Uh, there's gonna be, there's gonna be a resurgence. I'm gonna Negro Domus this right now, okay. There's gonna be a resurgence of digital of, of physical media in the world because of shit like this. Because people are gonna realize that hey, you know, they can because of DRM, you can lose all the media that you bought through a certain service. Like if Amazon shut down right now, think about how many millions of people would like lose like a lot of shit, <coughs> including me. You know, like if you haven't downloaded it. Yeah, I will say though. We have to wait until it's released, but because PlayStation 5 is doing those two versions, I think if that all digital one is $50 cheaper, like most people are predicting, I think the sales for that one, uh, at least initially, are going to be pretty high compared to the other one. I think it'll just oh, people looking at the price. I have no, no doubt, man. No doubt. But what I just said, still super valid. You're, you're still going to be fucked if, you know... 20 years after the digital only release of the PlayStation 5 comes out and when I, when they shut those servers down you have nothing to play. Meanwhile, I can go back and play yeah. my fucking PlayStation game, my PlayStation 1 if I still had it. It's probably somewhere. You know? <laughs> I was about to say you still have that thing? That no, I don't. I, I have my I have my Nintendo, but I don't I don't have my first PlayStation. But you know, people don't they don't understand there's there's like there's a give and take with certain technologies and one of them is the advent of, of DRM and, and digital content. So just recognize that. That's all I'm asking. 
Well, I just want to make sure I understand because I've seen some people trying to compare it to, I guess, sort of PlayStation Plus and then like downloading games and everything. And I am more of a physical game owner rather than digital. But what sort of threw me for a loop with this whole like Mulan thing was like, let's say if I purchased Call of Duty from the PlayStation Store, I own it in, I mean, I might, because of ignoring the online aspect of the game, but I should be able to play it whenever I want to because it's downloaded onto my PlayStation, correct? Regardless of if I'm... So this, this so there's two problems with, with what you said. What you said, it's a good question. There's two problems. One of them is it, it assumes that your hard drive on your PlayStation will always be good forever, which it won't. I can tell you as a data storage guy, it will okay, never be yeah. good forever. Okay? Ever. Eventually, your, your hard drive is going to die. <laughs> and after that, everything that's on your hard drive is invalid. Okay. After you download it. Second is, even if you bought it and you downloaded it, a lot of games, they still have a DRM check to make sure that you bought it. And that's the problem, is that if the DRM server goes down, the digital rights management server goes down, for any reason, whether they shut it down or there's some other kind of problem, um, you'll lose access, you, you will lose access to that game, to, to that content in general. And I think most people don't realize that, and it's, it's a risk. So, if you wanted, you can test this out right, right, right now. You can test, uh, Stitch, if you wanted to test this out, this is what you do. Whatever digital games that you have that you downloaded, boot up your PlayStation and then disconnect your network. Just turn your network off. Well, uh, so mm. go into your settings and just take off the network. You can just disconnect or whatever, or if you have it plugged in, just unplug it. And then try to play the game that was digital, and it it it's not going to run. So not not, well, not the, the the difference though is that because some of them. Would place. I know that there's a difference between if I go to the PlayStation Store and purchase a game, or if I get something off PlayStation Plus. I know that there's there's two differences between yes. those two things. Like there are there a free PlayStation are. Plus yeah. game yeah. is different than a, a downloaded game from the store. So I was just trying to sort of see where I guess the Mulan thing fell in line with that aspect because it sounds like people are trying to oh it's like PlayStation Plus, but if yeah. I'm not I'm paying thirty bucks to down or. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't buy it online anyways, and I'm not really in the market for it, so it's not really kind of like a problem. I'm just trying to sort of understand well, the hypothetical. It's going to be a problem. Because this, this is the future. It's going to be a problem that people need to understand. So what Oninja was talking about, it's a valid statement, but the thing is that not all DRM uh, content uh, challenges your DRM daily or upon um, usage. Sometimes it's weekly monthly or quarterly like it'll go through and check if the server's there then if it sees that it's gone it's like hey server's gone i can't verify that you own this then it's done but it's not always as you use it and that's another problem and like and nobody though sorry very few people understand where what that timing with the check is it could be daily it could be monthly it could be quarterly it could be you know whatever but people don't know because they assume that this shit lasts forever, but it's not gonna la like we're in this weird state with technology where people just assume that everything's gonna last forever, but no technology lasts forever. Nothing does. Nope. There's gonna be there's gonna, <laughs> there's gonna be something that's gonna replace the internet. There is. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> and I mean, 
we were born before the internet existed. Mm-hmm. We've seen yeah. all this other shit come out after it ex- Like, we've gone through how many fucking different media platforms? Like, you know, we were born. Yeah. What, we, had, we had records and 8-tracks. Then we had cassette tapes. Then we had CDs. Then we went to DVDs. Laserdisc. Yeah, Laserdisc. There's all kinds of fucking... And Betamax. All this fucking... All this other failed yeah, shit. And that's within our lifetime. We're, we, not the, yeah. we're not that fucking old stuff for old ninja. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, true. And people yeah, just I live in an era right. before there was video games. Before there yeah, were home consoles, yeah. there was nothing. So, There's Moncala. I told you. I didn't told you. Moncala. <laughs> well, and it's actually one of the reasons but, why I preferred. This is why I was kind of called silly uh, when the PlayStation. First, I didn't like the PlayStation when it first came out because I was like, listen, I didn't like having uh, a CD to play my media on because I was like, listen, if it's a CD, a CD has a has a sh- first of all it has a shelf life. Second of all, it's highly susceptible to, to damage. Um, when I was a kid, it was obviously way more susceptible to damage because I was a kid. As an adult, not really a big deal because I take care of my shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but CDs have a shelf life. Like, they, they degrade over time. And the, the time is like, I think it's like 10 to 20 it's years. It's like, I it's not I, long. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's less than 20 for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's not very long. And everybody's just like, oh, the CDs are the greatest thing ever. I'm just like... No, I mean, like, solid state, um, like, the cartridges, you can still play cartridge today with no problem. Like, we have a, a decent Nintendo that is in working order. Like, you can still play the, the games on there. It's, it's it's no problem at all. But with CDs, it, mm. it degrades over time. And it's, the, same mm. thing, the, same thing, the same thing can be said for Blu-rays and DVDs. They all have a shelf life. They don't fucking last forever. Yeah. Sure no, that is... That is physical media. Mm-hmm. When 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 do you guys actually think if we had to put on our crystal ball, uh, Nigodamas type of hat here, when do you think we are going to finally know about the PS5 price and the actual pre-order or release date? Old Ninja, oh, do it. Start. Uh, Who would you start with? That? You cut out for a second. Old Ninja. Um, so I think they may wait late, so I'm going to say like a month before, which is super late, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say a month before, literally 30 days before. I I think we'll find out something this month. Um, I I probably, I'm I'm thinking later this month, we'll probably hear something. September, I think is probably the latest. Um. I don't know what gaming events or conferences or state of plays are coming up anytime soon, but I think they all start to leak out some stuff and give people a, a little bit more than a 30-day notice, especially with how things are financially with people. You can't just all of a sudden, with a 30-day notice, be like, here, here's this uh, thing that you guys all want. It's going to cost between five to $600 or whatever. Uh, now hurry up and buy it. I think it's just it would kind of be a little bit tone deaf for them all of a sudden to just cause a, a mass, not really a mass hysteria, but to sort of surprise people with just like, oh, here it is now, hurry up and go spend your your money in this economic situation that the majority of people are, are struggling with to go out and, and spend a, a half a thousand dollars on, on, a, on something like that. I think it would be considerate of them to give a little bit more of a notice in 30 days. Cronus, you got a take on this one? 
Uh, I actually agree with Stitch. Um, I think it would be foolish of them to wait past this month to... There's a state of play coming out, I think, tomorrow. And I heard that mm. it's going to be disappointing, but if they if they simply announce the uh, the price, it'd be good. So I think what most people... Like, it, we're all adults on here. What most people don't understand is that for most people, they buy consoles for children. And yeah. uh, if you're a working adult... Like, first of all, you don't want to buy stupid shit for your kids anyway... And to buy something that will, that costs hundreds of dollars for your kid, you don't usually budget for that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Except for like birthdays, maybe depending on your like your income level and like Christmas. So mm-hmm. you <laughs> having like this this super unknown price for something that they're probably gonna that they're probably gonna want, and you don't know how much it's gonna cost. You know, up until like a month before, like doesn't make any sense. Like no. Most Americans cannot afford uh, a $500 bill, like an extra $500 bill. So get, to give them a, a month to pay for something that's 500 it's going to be at least $500, I'll, I would imagine. If it's less than that, I'd be fucking very surprised. So most Americans, they, they just can't afford it. Especially right now, it's probably way less than fucking half. Way less than half. Because people, there's like, what, 50, 60 million people that are unemployed right now? How the yep. fuck they can afford that? Mm. So they need to... They need yeah, to they have to launch it. They have to say the price this month if they're smart. No matter what, I'll be able to afford it. You know what I mean? That's just me, though. I'm not most of America. So. I will I will say this. I think, at least from my perspective, um, you got to think about it. Sony is a big, big billion, multi-billion dollar company, and they have all their strategists and marketing team and whatnot. Um, they want to be able to evaluate the demand via pre-orders like that's in their fucking best interest we all know it's going to be here j- before uh black friday even with tough economic times and whatnot and so if you can judge for all of september october and the first part of november um what the, the pre-order demand is then you're in a pretty good position as a company to be able to to say okay we need to you know truly ramp up production even more in the in the, the next quarter or whatever early quarter 2021 or you know we're right on track to where we thought it was where it was for ps4 or ps3 or ps2 you need to be able to judge pre-orders and so i'm i'm more of the mind of of, of stitch and uh chronos in terms of this is probably going to be in the next two to three weeks i don't say any later than the labor day weekend because you need time to save. Yeah, let me let me build on that just yeah. a little bit. I, I find it incredibly um, foolish as a company, as a corporation, to see that they were in an economic downturn for the most of the world because of the coronavirus, um, and th- for them not to announce the price as early as possible. Because if you announce the price as early as possible, people can budget for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you can't budget for something that you have no idea what the they they should have announced. Th- to me, they should announce the cost two months ago. Yeah. Same same mm. thing with the Xbox. Yep. How is much this, is the Xbox going to cost? On? The Xbox, the, where's the cost of that? Nobody knows. No fucking idea. This is so fucking no, stupid. No one has either. Yeah, but meanwhile, oh, what is it? You, you know what I've heard? Is that for some reason, magically, Sony has said that they're going to double the amount of PlayStation 5s that they're going to make. Mm-hmm. Based on what? Like, yeah. that's yeah, a very yeah. poor business decision that you're going to decide to double the amount of products that you're going to make 
based upon zero demand because we have no idea how much it's going to cost because you're giving us yeah, no direction. See, that's kind of why I was thinking more of the lines that they're probably going to release something super, release a price really late and then have all these units available and then uh, no. run out. Why, like, oh, we'll Ex explain that thing. I think why, it, why would they release I think it's it a late? bad decision. I think it's a bad decision, but I still think we're we're going to see a price real late. That's yeah, we get closer. I'll try to do a little research, and um, on Wikipedia, it shows that the PlayStation Four Sony had announced that it was releasing a successor to the PlayStation Three in February two thousand thirteen. Well, the actual PS Four was released in November of that year, so they gave people yep. a good uh, what nine months before. So that's like three, two quarters. Yeah, three and the PS3 yeah, was expensive. Is that is that just saying, hey, there is definitely going to be a PlayStation 4? I mean, I think we all knew that there's going to... Or was that the date where they said, all right, this is the actual price of it? These are the specs? No, these this was, are this the... Was, they, yeah, this was them announcing it. So, yeah, I guess that's right. It doesn't, they're not really talking about the price. They're talking about the, well, the no. unit itself. So, hold on. So, usually, typically with Sony, they announce the cost when they announced the console that's the way it's been mm -hmm. for like the ps3 and i'm pretty sure the ps4 as well they announced yep. like all of it this is why it's been this it's been yet. a very odd you know next gen thing where they they've announced um no cost no cost for the accessories they announced like the way it looks super late they announced the game super late fucking xbox doesn't even have any exclusive content for the next couple of years like what the fuck is going like if they honestly if they pushed it back for a year i'd be fine with that to be more comfortable mm -hmm. with buying the console because right now it's like this is like the most sketchy fucking console generation from every fucking possible you know console maker that i've ever seen in my entire fucking life ever yeah i, Actually, I, I like agree they, they announced the price um later on that month at uh, yep. New York City's, um, yeah. I guess, not E3, but some Sony event. So they did announce it earlier that, that year as well. Yeah, the only, I'm not giving them any wiggle room. I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, Kronos, in terms of this being really haphazard and sketchy. My only caveat, I will say, is Corona has affected marketing as well in terms of no E3, yeah. No GamesCon, that big one in Europe. No, whatever the Japanese ev uh, equivalent of E3. Oh, the Tokyo, the big, Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, most of the big traditional um, event, video gaming events for this year, obviously, are, are canceled. And and I'm I'm pretty sure that even from a, a manufacturing and uh, production standpoint, their supply chains had to have been impacted to oh, some yeah. extent this year. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's why I'm yeah. saying just push it back i i don't think that anybody on this fucking planet that's reasonable would have a problem with them pushing back the console by both consoles by at least six months oh yeah like yeah. seriously i would be to me that that would make more sense i'm like why are you guys trying to push to hit um well, you, you to hit why. the holiday market i get that but still i i really think that the untapped market is the summer because we always get consoles around christmas or whatnot but we're in strange times, well, and I think that if they waited until the spring or summer of 2021, that they would get 
a better turnout as far as numbers goes. Here's here's the outlier I got to tell you though. I mean, Switch launched in I think it was March, wasn't it? Wasn't it March, oh, March of seventeen? I believe March or April, so, something like that. So uh, so there is a recent there is a recent precedent for even though I I support the whole you know Christmas time Black Friday um, you know dropping there is a recent precedent of dropping a console as you said during the spring or summertime so yeah you could follow that example and do it but let me let me give a uh well, hold on, let me give some historical context real quick stitch i'm sorry um yeah. is that with this with the switch that it was actually a mistake when they dropped it when they did because they didn't accurately um they didn't accurately um understand how much demand there was for that console the Switch sold they out. They did that with fast. the Wii too. Yes, they did that more yeah. than once, but and they didn't. That that's the problem when you release uh, a console like on sort of odd times. So the reason why most places they release like consoles during like the holiday season is because they're accounting they're counting for bonuses for most people that get paid bonuses mm-hmm. during those times. And then nobody gets usually people don't get paid bonuses and shit like that. Um, in the spring and the summertime and all that shit. Stitch, go ahead. I'm sorry, man. No, no, that's fine. Uh, what you just said also kind of uh, made me think that, uh, I mean, there are no more odder times than this or whatever. So mm-hmm. it, you bring up the point of, of saying that they, they didn't adjust for, I guess, uh, the demand. Um, I, it, this is where it gets weird because it seems like Sony and Microsoft always kind of play this game of chicken in terms of like who's yep. going to release their price uh, first, what's that number going to be? Are we going to be a little bit more? Are we going to be a little bit less? Can we, like, where can we set our number at? And they kind of have this sort of poker standoff. With this, it's a little bit, obviously, I mean, it's a lot of bit weird, but we have been consuming media that we've been, because we are so like thirsty for it. I think that maybe that's uh, could be playing into a factor why they haven't said anything or released uh, uh, a price on it. Now I, I know I just said maybe like five minutes ago that it'd be kind of foolish for them to do so, but they are a business and they are greedy or whatever. Whoever's in charge of it, <laughs> they they want to get paid. Now we during this whole pandemic when it first started off, we were getting nothing. We were just sort of bone dry. We didn't have sports. We didn't have any sort of entertainment. And then we, they gave us. They gave us a Jordan documentary that fucking blew ratings out of the water and it was just a fucking ESPN 20 for 20 or whatever. And it just set records for fucking numbers that nothing's ever done before because we were so thirsty. Same thing with the Trolls movie, where I don't think if we were in this pandemic situation where we were not allowed to go to movie theaters, not getting any new content, uh, yeah, Trolls would have done good numbers. I don't think it would have done the numbers that it did if we weren't pretty much all locked up inside the house. I think that maybe some of their sales marketing team are trying to potentially factor that in um, yeah. because, I mean, what else is there to look forward to or whatever? I, I mean, I was hyped. I, I had my credit card in hand ready to purchase where, as soon as I was seeing what the, the thing looked at. I was like, where can I swipe this card at? Well, oh, that's, so, that's the problem, though, is that a lot of Americans, they, <laughs> they, can't, swipe a, they can't swipe a card. I think that's, that's where right, they're... I agree. Uh, that, yeah. That's where I'm... I'm that's why I'm trying to sort of figure out where the balance is. Like, if you are in terms of like trying to profit, your job is to, uh, uh, if you're the Sony sales marketer or whatever exec, you'd be like, yeah, a lot of people are in some fucked up situation, but 
the people that aren't, we can milk them for whatever fucking money, dollar amount that they put on this thing. Like, I mean, you said you're not hurting for money. So all of a sudden they, they said, it's going to cost $700. You would still go out and get it, Kronos, right? Yeah. Yeah, I probably would. Yes. Well, yeah, I, I would. Yeah, so, yeah. But I mean, obviously you're not most people, but it's like, they're trying to figure out that, that, that fine line where it's like, all right, we can get the people that are kind of struggling or whatever. And we can still get the people where that are not affected by this pandemic and we can maximize our sales. So it's, I think they are maybe just trying to sort of figure it out and I'm not making any excuses for it because it's still a shitty thing to do, but at the end of the day, they are still a business. So maybe that could be playing into it. I don't know. Well, let, me, let me be clear though. I, I was on the cusp of struggling very recently. Okay. So I'm not like, I'm not impervious to the coronavirus. Yeah. I'm just, what, I have what, to... what? What number would be like, nah, I'm not getting it for you. Uh, probably like $800. I think that'd be yeah, too right. much. Cause that, that's like a new, that's, that's like upgrading my PC territory. <laughs> you know what oh, I yeah. mean? Yeah. So that's yeah, really I'm, good, I'm not willing to pay $800 for a console. Yeah. That, that's now, like, that's like Neo Geo. The price, they're not going to set the price for the common folk at $800. No. But it's like, no. all right, can we maybe make it 500 can we yeah. maybe make it 550 so maybe they're they're doing that in their back rooms before they actually come out and say it and i do think that they're trying to peek into microsoft's pocket to see what it is that they're leaking out what their price is going to well, be well i i think that you know sony is in a, a a unique role right now because they overpriced the console and they got their hand slapped for it with the ps3 okay because the ps3 was they they overpriced it you know, it cost like what was yeah. like five hundred or six hundred dollars back in like the fucking late two thousands. You know, that was a lot like of money. Mid two thousands. Mid two thousands. Was it mid? Mm -hmm. Shit. All right. Yeah, it was like oh six. Right? Was, was like it 06? 05 or seven? I think it was like oh seven oh eight. I think it was oh seven. And that was yeah, a that was a lot of money Katrina. back then. Yeah. That was a lot of well, money you, back you then. Keep going. I'll look it up. And I think the PS four was priced perfectly. For what for what you yeah, got you know yeah it was like 400 bucks and i think that if they over if they went over 600 dollars they like nobody's people are they're not gonna buy it um but then again i mean if you if you look at people now like they're spending thousands of dollars on fucking a cell phone so well no I, they're not I mean, right yeah, now that's, that's the problem is that they're not not right now they were traditionally but there's there's yeah. like like i said before there's like i think it's like sixty thousand people 60 million people, I'm sorry, mm -hmm. that are on unemployment. And yeah, so you, you, yeah. that's 60 million people. Don't get me wrong, not all of them are fucking gamers, but I mean, some of them were. <laughs> you know, a lot of them probably were. So those are people that can no longer afford your product at all, like, no matter what you price it as. So quick also. Quick, quick, uh, point, hold on, hold on, hold on. quick, quick point of order. So it was November of 2006, so mid 2000s for the PS3. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> so really quick uh going back to blue's point about the the cell phones so the thing about the cell phone is you play you pay in installments so you pay a certain amount up front and then you pay installments over a certain amount of time with the consoles you need to have you need to have 100 percent of the money up front if you're unless you're paying with the not credit anymore. card no no not even that. that you can use a, a firm a firm has came through and you can affirm fucking anything right now it's crazy a firm you never heard of a firm no like you can literally buy your cell phone through a firm right now it's basically it's a small oh, loan yeah. company where 
Um, you say, hey, I want to buy this product that costs, you know, hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars. And you just pay, you know, it's basically a payment service. And hmm. they, they give you a loan for whatever you want and you pay it off over time. It's just like like with your cell phone. Like when people say you pay on your cell phones, like you, you, you pay for your cell phones over time, but it's usually... You end up paying like more than way more than the cell phone's what, what it's worth. Yeah, just yeah. like your car. A, a firm um, is is sort of similar to that, but for like way more stuff. Like just Google a firm and you'll you'll understand. So when I went to I went to go look at phones about a week ago, and a lot of the new phones are like three hundred dollars less than when I paid for my phone. So they're trying to get people to buy the hot off the presses phones for like way less money i'm like why didn't you guys do this uh back when i was trying to get this phone because literally the next iteration of my phone is 300 dollars less than what i paid for my current one what phone do you and have i have the lg think and the uh seven so and this... they have the think eight yeah and i'm like what the fuck and then even the iphone there's deals for iphones out this... right now because they're trying to sell them they're trying to sell them they're like way less than what they're selling a few months ago, I mean, pre-rona. Both, both Look, me and Prodigy can break it down. Everything's on discount. Yeah. Everything should <laughs> be on discount right now because folks, sure. folks are fucking yeah. fucking hurting as we the as Rock, we all the fucking know. Football league for for fifteen million. Which so, yeah, is a fucking sure steal. Yeah. I, yeah, that was a deal. That was a steal. That was definitely a steal. A whole league. This house is in Miami. More than that. There's a house in San Mateo that's almost three times that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's unheard of. Uh, I don't know how uh, that was on, on sale for that low of amount, but goddamn, shout out to the fucking Rock, man. He did a baller move, you, you know? You want, you want to get my honest opinion, honest opinion on that? Is because mm. it was Vince McMahon that sold it, because he, he owns the XFL. And uh, Vince McMahon got money from, I'm pretty sure, from the PPP loans. And oh, yeah. with these PPP loans... Uh, there's no penalty if you fucking go bankrupt. So he probably was gonna say bankrupt, Damn. and he took his he took the PPP loan. Then he took the Rock's money. He's like, fuck it. I mean, I already made. My, I got my part of my money back. I'll take you fifteen million dollars. Thank you very much. Here, take this product. Um, but it's still a steal for the Rock. Don't get me wrong. The Rock can't do shit with this for at least a year. He can. Mm-hmm. But yeah. after a year, it's yeah. a it's gonna be a major NFL competitor. You know, yeah. if if he does it yeah. right, because the XFL people like climb the, the XFL. But back in the day when I was watching it, it was fucking entertaining as shit. It was like what? Yeah, it was like watching a football game. Yeah. It was like football. It was like off-season football. Well, even like, the, oh, I, I still get football. The NFL football. took their technology, like after they folded. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you're watching the NFL, if you watched it previous to this season, because this season probably is not going to exist, but. Um, anytime you saw like when they threw a pass and they had like the 360 fucking degree camera thing. Oh yeah. Yep. That was the XFL technology because it literally installed these cameras on the tops of all the major stadiums that could give them the 360 degree shot. And that the NFL didn't do that shit. It was the XFL. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and, that, and that's what you get with competition. But you know, uh, Vince didn't see it as a viable, uh, business after I think a season or two. But it was still yeah. it, it was still fun to watch. It was. I'll I'll, I'll say this. I mean, you have seen parallels even with uh, with basketball history with the ABA, and I know yeah. a lot of that was before people's time. But the ABA pushed the NBA forward on so many things, from being able to dunk to I believe the three point line and a whole bunch a whole bunch of other stuff. The money ball you still see in the All Star game, 
but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Competition uh, spurs innovation and you know things that are working for your competitors, sometimes you just borrow them. Well, this is why I don't like, uh, you know, here in America, where we, you know, we talk about capitalism and then people want to talk shit about capitalism. It's because one of the main reasons why, uh, first of all, don't get me wrong, I think that capitalism needs to be revised. Okay. I think that uh, the original intent for capitalism was all well and good. For a lot of people, it worked out very well. But I think it needs to be updated. I think we need to have a floor to start on with capitalism. Okay. I'm not talking about socialism. Just, we, everybody needs a, the floor. A floor we all start off at the same point, and we're not all like that right now. But the problem right now with capitalism is that we're allowing, we have laws out there that are anti-monopoly laws, but we're not enforcing them at all. For instance, I'll give you an example. Here in the Bay Area, if you if you get power to your house, it's PG&E. Mm -hmm. You have no choice, no choice at all. And they can jack your prices up. They can burn down houses. They can get sued in court for murder and and lose, and it's perfectly fine. No competition. We have ECEE, I think that's the new one, but they still used PG&E's fucking transmission wow. lines. So they're still making money off yeah. that shit. So clearly, this is where capitalism has gone awry, and they need to fix it. Capitalism is supposed to be where the best product comes out on top, but when people start fucking around with that, and they start giving uh, corporations a leg up or concessions to for their products, that becomes a problem. But if it, if it just came to like just straight capitalism to where the best product wins, we'd be way better off. But once the government starts stepping in and people start stepping in and being like, listen, um, I'm going to give you or this company a leg up on other corporations, then that's when we get that. That's how we're fucked right now. All right. Um, oh, really quick. Want... Did um, going quickly back to the games. There is a console where you can pre-order right now, and it is the Atari VCS. <laughs> we talked about this I think two years ago. Yeah. About Atari trying to come back into the console world, and right now they have their new console. I mean, you can check out their specs and whatnot, but they're taking pre-orders as we speak. What's the cost? Wait, Which it, is weird. It's... Is Soldier Boy's console out yet? <laughs> yeah, oh, <sure. laughs> damn. Soldier Boy, tell him. All right. Um, should we? Do we have any B then BTIs this week? Was there some from the chat? I didn't see any. Okay. If if not, if not, um, and I'll, I'll I'll wait for a second. But if not, then um, what you guys got populating this week? Start You're with going uh, to first. All right, I'm going to start with uh, blue. Oh shit! What am I doing this week? Uh, I have fucking nothing, dude. I bitch, you got a job? I, what the fuck? I got um, yeah, I was gonna say um, I got offered a job at um, Mark Zuckerberg came to my house. Uh, and said, hey, blue, uh -huh. you need you to uh, do a little infiltrating on on uh, Prodigy. Yep, uh, you sure do. He's been wilding recently. Wow, the yeah, real time. He definitely came out to me. Ooh, yeah, I'll be working at I'll be working at Facebook. Um, I start actually in two weeks. Um, I think uh, there's, uh, there's not. I'm not really doing much now that I got a job. I'm hopefully I can start doing some more stuff. But uh, you know, just chilling. Pretty much what I'm be doing. Nothing real fancy or special. Continue playing. Oh wait, wait, wait! 
did you 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 were talking like the last couple of days about this? What did you think of the new Transformers on Netflix? Uh, I thought it, it kind of was slow pace, like how it all played out. But then it kind of got good, like the last two episodes. I was like, oh shit, some some cool shit's fucking happening. Once like maybe Tron started fucking up people, I was like, okay, this, this is actually getting dark, and that's what I wanted to see with the show. But I mean, it's not it's not G one Transformers. It's nowhere near like Beast Wars or um, Transformer Prime. But I mean, it's still pretty decent, and the the, the animation and stuff is pretty cool as well. Okay. Takes a little getting used to. Okay. Old Ninja, what you got? Um, so I didn't get a chance to watch uh, Black is King because I got home. I didn't get home in time to watch it before the cast, and I had no idea what it was. So based on your guys's reviews, now I'm actually I know what I'm getting into, and I'm excited to see this content to see what this is about. So I'm gonna try to watch that between today and tomorrow. Um, other than that, just doing like Blue is saying, just chilling. Um, I do have Resident Evil Three, but I'm I like halfway through my Resident Evil Two playthrough. Once I'm done with that, I'm going to Resident Evil Three. Um, I don't know what's going on with this Milan. Oh, Milan doesn't release until September fourth, so I still got time to debate on what's going on with that. Um, I'm still kind of watching Cursed. It there's a lot of content going on with that in the first three or four episodes so i'm trudging through it i'm still debating if i'm gonna keep watching um other than that oh agents of shields is on tonight definitely watching that but other than that just chilling dude i haven't watched any, any of this season it's that. good it's been good a lot of people are loving it i'm loving it dude it's it's not on cody i can tell you that that's weird <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Not fucking on there. Cronus, Cronus, what you got? I am uh, extremely happy to be back with my family again. Like that was a, it was a pretty rough two weeks, week and a half, two weeks. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fucked up, but it is what it is. I, I, I kept, uh, kept my family safe, and I, I'm willing to do whatever is needed to be done to keep my family safe. Uh, other than that, you know. Shit. Uh, I had a thing I was going to say, but I, I just fucking totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right. Fuck it. Nothing else to say. I guess I'm done. Oh, wait. Was <laughs> it about the beer? Or no? Uh, it was not about the beer. It was about something else. All right. Um, it was about... Okay. Oh, that's what I'm doing on Friday. Oh. Um, oh, if you can pick me up a four-pack, please do. I'll, like I said, I'll pay you. Um, I have a couple other ones on the way. Uh, thank you to Ella Darling last week for coming on the podcast. Oh, we yeah. appreciated it. Um, it's it's funny because uh, K-Mac bought the face cream that Ella Darling was talking oh, about. Oh, she did? Yeah, it smells really good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. She's like one of, the, one of our coolest guests like ever. Like anytime she wants to come on, like we'll have her on. Like I think well, people... It was really- it was really funny because she she said she was only gonna be on for an hour, but she was on for like the whole entire three hours. Three hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was there for the yeah. whole spot. Yeah, she got comfortable and everything. Well, it's weird because she's like a a complex person because like if you know her as like a porn star, you just know her as a porn star. You know what I mean? But she was also you know a librarian. She's very intelligent. Like if you listen to the last podcast, like all this stuff. This it's funny because like there was stuff that. 
questions that people were asking, I was like, do, do I, do I want to ask you these questions? Because I know where I was like a person. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't really want to ask these questions, but I'm going to ask them anyways. Like, listen, you don't have to answer these questions. She like eloquently answered these questions like it wasn't shit to her. And she was just like, you know, she's cool as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. she's a very unique person. So I'm just glad wow. that, that we know her. And hopefully next year we can meet at a Trank Bar again in San Jose mm-hmm. at some convention and have an in-person like, give her a nice good hug you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and yeah. just chill you know have a couple her, drinks again together her, but her introverted hugs yeah <laughs> actually if if miniboss survives i recommend we go to miniboss that'd be great yeah we'll go wherever i mean and just just hang out again just to see her in person and, mm-hmm. uh, you know what's funny is i won't actually have i want to have her and uh john oaks have uh drinks with both of them at the same time because that'd be cool yeah because you know i kind of met them at the same on the like the same fucking day i'm pretty sure because we had drinks with ella after seeing her panel at svr and that night we went to the after party and that's when we met john oaks who was like one of the creators of svr and yeah it was just like really interesting so they know each other i'm pretty sure they know each other yeah, she talked. Both, she yeah. she talked about uh, how she met John Oaks at yeah. SVVR. That's all I got. Good shit, Stitch. You still with us? Yes. Uh, pretty much, I'm gonna do some gaming, playing some Cuphead. Uh, see if I can beat that. I I guess I hear once you beat the game, it unloads a, a whole new level of difficulty, which I will not be fucking with. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, uh, Call of Duty Season 5 dropped yesterday or early this morning. Um, yesterday. I played, yeah, I played a, a round of it. It's, it's pretty fun, legit. The stadium's open now, so it's 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 crazy or whatever. That game is it's going to probably take the most amount of money out of me that I've spent on just random <laughs> dumb shit or whatever. I'm not proud of it. I, I, uh, it is what it is. Are I, they going to Magic City you? Oh, eat the wings. I know, need to send me some wings with it, for real. Um, other than that, uh, just sort of watching uh, Storm progress into like her developmental stuff. It's pretty funny. I have this like, it's like toy. It's like a pork. It's like a hedgehog, and it's got these little quills. And she sits up. She's about like ninety-five percent with being able to sit up without teetering over and everything. So. Uh, <laughs> I'll just watch her kind of just pick the quills out of it one at a time, put it in her mouth and sort of put it down, pick up a new quill, put it up. So it's kind of cool watching her like use her fingers to pick up items rather than just kind of like monkey gripping it and stuff like that. So yeah. it's really cool to watch like her develop like fine motor skills and everything. So it's been really fun to watch those little progressions. Um, I'll probably try to cook something over the next couple of days. I saw like a, uh, like an avocado taco kind of thing where it's like you take the avocado, uh, take the seed out, and then you put ground meat, like ground taco meat in the actual avocado, sort of yeah. season it, put whatever toppings in it, and eat it out like oh. that. I was like, oh, it's like it's that pretty sounds... simple, easy to make. Yeah, yeah like that a sounds very interesting. That's, uh, it's okay. keto. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, keto. I was like, I saw it out, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to fucking make that. I made uh, like salmon and risotto today, so I was like, oh, I'll do something like that maybe tomorrow or something. Dude, I'll, 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 I'll,
Yeah, yeah I don't. I think like two for five dollars. Every time I, I like drive down like past like Gilroy or something like that, you can find them for like crazy cheap because you're in like farm country and everything. But it's like, I don't really have a need for avocados right now <laughs> or anything. But I wish I could just <laughs> teleport down there and and, up and get a shit ton of avocados. But other than that, just sort of chilling. Weather's been, uh, it was real windy out where I'm at today. It was kind of oh, yeah, chill, which was, it was it was actually nice, so it wasn't scorching hot. It was cool to see. It's fucking cold today. <laughs> yeah, it was overcasted over here. Thought it was going to rain. Is it today the last day of summer? <laughs> yeah. It's no, not, it's, not it's not the last, last day of September. summer. Yeah. Oh, it's just like we're in the middle of summer. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got, uh, I mentioned it before, but I'm going to finish up this RE3 before I uh, dip my toe into the Ghost of Tsushima and start killing up the Mongols. Um, I, I need to get way caught up on some comics. I heard Empire is going well, and, and some people are really yeah, liking it. it I will get caught up hopefully a little bit more this weekend. I definitely want to get on there, maybe with Stitch and Old Ninja on uh, oh. some Call of Duty Season 5, because I know they need me to carry Fish, them to you <laughs> Um, and all my skills, my big PK. Uh, you know. Hey, there's n- big, big, gun energy, big gun energy. I'm giving you that look yeah. that interviewer is. Uh, uh, <laughs> we didn't even talk about uh, that. Wow. Uh, yeah, then, we didn't talk about it. And then last, yeah, and then last but not least, uh, I am uh, knee deep in this really good arc on <laughs> on One Piece called Marine Ford. Holy fucking shit, I'm loving these pirates. So I'm halfway through it. I said I'd start on this shit when uh when rona began and i'm halfway through one piece we need to fucking end rona so before i finish one piece god damn it <laughs> we, we can't have this go on yeah shit anyway check us out old ninja oh yeah we didn't talk about no anime today but you just experienced black and black times affinity check us out every wednesday 8 30 pacific time uh you can check us out on the internet all over with B and BTI or at B and BTI. That's B T H A N B T I. You can check us out on Spotify, uh, Radio Republic, uh, Stitcher, Player FM, SoundCloud. Uh, we're on Facebook, Black and Black Times Affinity. YouTube, Black and Black Times Affinity. Uh, Facebook, guys at B and BTI. Uh, check us out on Amazon. We have an app on there, and then you can check out our official website, BenHeadProductions.com forward slash BZBTI. There you see. Oh, and Twitch. Forgot Twitch. Twitch.tv. BZBTI. We're on there. Check us out. Follow us. Watch Prodigy get killed by zombies. Go see Black is King. Finish it off. I'm going to watch it tonight. It's great, even if you're not black. 